You Hate Movies is a free podcast. More than 140 episodes of casual moviegoers, film lovers, and cinephiles arguing about movies. Now, for the first time ever, you can support You Hate Movies and get more arguing in one glorious fell swoop. You Hate Movies is on Patreon. Meaning, you can throw five bucks a month at You Hate Movies and we'll take a relatively spoiler-free tour of what we've been watching and to whom we would recommend or warn against it. Or for 10 bucks, you can also get an episode where we'll invite and interact with divisive or unpopular opinions from our mailbag and social media. And for a top-tier $15, you get both of these as well as the executive producer episode. You choose the movie-themed premise for an episode and we have to include it. If you happen to enjoy You Hate Movies and want it to argue on forever, head over to patreon.com slash youhatemovies and learn more. Or you can just keep listening like the freeloader you are. Welcome to You Hate Movies, the podcast in which casual moviegoers, film lovers, and cinephiles argue about movies. While Disney shamelessly plunders their back catalog for remakes, we take a tour of the original renaissance of Disney animated films and rank them worst to best. Along the way, you will get spoilers for every movie we mention, as well as The Princess and the Frog and The Nutty Professor, for some reason. The other day I was at the zoo, and uh, there was a warthog at the zoo. They have a warthog? Yeah, well, not at the Oregon Zoo. Did you Oregon go see the, they have that new red panda. Did you go see it? You're immediately jumping to the Oregon Zoo, and no, I haven't. But I did oh. see a red panda at the Seattle Zoo. Ah, okay. Which is where, and, and at the Seattle Zoo, there's a warthog. And I noticed as I was standing there, and the crowds were filtering through. You know, some people stop to admire the animal for a while. Others are like, oh, I see it. I'm good. And then they keep on going. This was a, a warthog that was pretty visible at the time. And all the families, uh, the, the small children, one by one, came by and were all saying, it's Pumbaa, look at Pumbaa, right. there's Pumbaa. And I chuckled to myself, but then I says to myself, I says, mm-hmm. oh, they're doing that based on the new film because no one is ever making a connection to the Pumbaa in the animated film in a real-life warthog. Why wouldn't they? they don't look remotely similar. The one in the animated oh, film is like Much red broader. with a black mohawk and... Uh, Very sure. pleasant looking. A warthog's an ugly animal. Is there uh, really a red panda at the Oregon Zoo now? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Has been for years. No, it's new. It's a little tiny one. It's cute. Yeah, Master Shifu. <laughs> Chifu? Chifu. For God's sake. That's a different, um, that's a different uh, production studio. That's DreamWorks. Yeah. Ooh. Hey, we're talking about Disney. Yeah. So I have a Disney anecdote going, but anyway. Yeah, she derailed it with the Kung Fu Panda nonsense. There's lots of little kids that are seeing this. Uh, warthog, warthog and saying oh pumba pumba and then it happened again later on there were some meerkats cute cute meerkats they were right up against the glass being but the cute. original animation for a meerkat surely is close enough for to identify a meerkat but see i, I remember when the original film was out and there was conversations on the ride home about what the heck uh timon was the was adults in the car were like i bet he was this i bet he was that i think it was a weasel i think it, you know no one knew what the heck a meerkat was. It was long before. Alan, Alan, Alan. Aren't those meerkats? Oh, oh yeah, you're yeah, talking yeah. about the, vi- the YouTube thing? Yeah. 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 Steve. Oh, and the Steve. meerkat nation. Remember See, that show? Maybe it's just me and I was just more aware of, of you oh, know, the please. wildlife in the world. Please. But I associated him with the, the little rodents that pop their heads in and out of the ground, you know? Whack-a-mole? Like, like whack-a-mole, whack-a-moles? but the African version, the meerkats that were tall. and That's what I thought he was. 
Just because it was like a African cliche. Yeah, I guess some of us weren't as in the know as, well, uh, as zoologically. The, in the zebras know. look just like the real zebras, so. mm-hmm. Oh, that was a surprise. <laughs> so I, I'm holding my kid up to the glass who has seen the live action adaptation of, or live action, the new Lion King. That's right. That was live <laughs> action. Live yeah. And I'm holding apparently, John Favreau just said there's one shot at the very beginning that is yeah. live action. Yeah. And it, it's, it blends in and you can't even tell. It's the sunrise over the Serengeti. Uh-huh. It's yeah. the only real shot. So, uh, I'm holding my kid up to the glass, and she goes, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, that's like Lion King." And I was like, "Yeah, it is. I mean, it'll, you know, because it's photorealistic, it looks exactly like the one in Lion King." And I'm realizing uh, that though they've seen both versions of this film, and maybe some of these other kids too, they're obviously gravitating on the thing freshest on their minds, which is the new movie. Or I'm I'm thinking in some cases they're only recognizing this warthog. Mm-hmm. from the new movie and it's a photorealistic warthog looks like a real warthog ugly animal right so you're saying the new Lion King is doing favors for children to help them learn animals <laughs> I wasn't saying that but now <laughs> but now I can see the value you're really doing the Lord's the work yeah value. finally teaching them how yeah. to thank God thank next God time they're in the savannah they'll be able to spot them right away well, it got me thinking about, you know, like I, I didn't do one of those uh, old man get off my lawn type things where I was like, shame on these kids. They should be watching because it's fine. You know, wh- whatever. Watch whichever version of The Lion King you prefer. Far as I'm concerned, because I'm so open minded and with the times. That's true. You are. You know, thanks, Liam. Yeah. Uh, but it did get me thinking about the era of Disney movies um, that from which The Lion King came and movies like it. But then I got to reading about in our uh, very own Josiah DePaulo, who's not here tonight. Our Disney enthusiast. His head's probably going to be spinning from this episode, all the wrong things we're going to say. Mm -hmm. Um, But there was a period beginning with The Little Mermaid in 1989. The olden days. That marked the renaissance of Disney Animation Studios. In fact, a while back, I was, I don't know why, watching extra features on The Little Mermaid Blu-ray. I think I was just poking around being like, what's on here anyway? And at that point, they were uh, toying around with whether or not they'd even continue to make animated films. And they had messed around with the idea of adapting The Little Mermaid. And they thought that maybe it wouldn't even get back off the ground. But it ended up becoming a raging success. Mm -hmm. The Little Mermaid uh, kind of skyrocketed Disney back into big animation success. This is, you know, post the vintage heyday of the gold, silver, and bronze age of Disney animated films. We yeah. won't get into all that. But the anyway. Seven eras. Seven eras of Disney animated films. The era from which The Lion King came is part of the Renaissance era of Disney films, mm. which is marked by 10 films. So I says to myself, do I think says. It, do you think it would be beneficial to our listeners if we listed all the eras yeah. real quick? Yeah. Do we, do, do we want that, listeners? Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> I was hoping you'd let the awkward silence sit like, like a Dora. Kid's, a yeah, kid's like <laughs> Dora or something. Give them the chance to say yes into the <clears throat> into the speakers. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, 1937 was the genesis of uh, Disney. And so 37 to 42 was the golden age. You're not going to name all these no. movies, are you? Okay. So five no, years. Snow the highlight from Snow, Snow White, White to Bambi. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, and then following that was the wartime era. <laughs> Great name. Yeah, for goodness. I like the name. Three Amigos. Uh, three Caballeros. Oh, yeah. oh, well, no. The wartime yeah, the three era. Caballeros. <laughs> three Amigos. Is a Saludos Amigos. Whoa. The Three Caballeros. Yeah, those were wartime era. And then, um, and then 1950s was the Silver Age with Cinderella. 
1970s was the Bronze Age, and the best one there is definitely Robin Hood. Everybody loves great. Robin Hood. Uh, five is the Disney Renaissance, 89 to 99. <clears throat> I wonder why they call it the Renaissance. Because I just said. It's a rebirth, bro. Because uh, they would go on a long time. But Renaissance isn't generally meant that it's like a rebirth of something in the past. Is it just saying Disney's Renaissance or like... Because these films are original. They're not like it's remakes. their animation. Yeah, they were getting back in the animated groove. Right. They got their groove getting back. Getting good again. Yeah, they, they should just call it what Disney got there. Because yeah. during that Bronze Age. Right. Because the next rough. era was the post-Renaissance era opening with how the Emperor got his groove back. Hmm. Yeah, which is probably the only decent movie in that era. Um, yes. at, which is a stretch. We've got Home on the Range. No one saw that. Blech. Brother Bear. That was okay. Hey. That was pretty good. Phil Collins jams on there. Mm. Bolt. Bolt, give me a John freaking Travolta. Yeah, Bolt's fine. No, Bolta <laughs> Then moving on to... Oh, I just called it Bolta. The Bolta. current, oh. our current era, number seven in our current era of Disney films is the revival era. With Zootopia and starting, all that stuff. Starting with, no. Tangled. Oh. Tangled? Wreck-It Ralph? Uh, no, the fr- it says here the first one. Big Hero 6? <laughs> Big Hero 6. Oh, yeah. No, that doesn't make sense. A Princess and the Frog would be the first one. And then others, Frozen, Big Hero 6, Tangled, Wreck-It Ralph. So it's all CG ones. What? The Princess and the Frog belongs to the same era as Big Hero 6? That doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. It's a good movie, though. Princess and the Frog? Yeah. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Ooh, I it like is. it. No, it is not a it's good movie. It's got good songs. Can we... Can we come on. Princess, <laughs> the Princess and the Frog? Yeah. The, the celebrated for the first African-American woman of color princess. The first... And Disney makes her a frog the whole movie. Not who's, the whole whose movie. dream? Whose dream is to one day own a restaurant on the bayou? She wanted to own a restaurant. Come yeah, on, but Disney but Disney did that wrong. You are you saying that the culinary profession is not a noble aspiration? Ooh, I'm lots saying, of people aspire. I'm saying to Disney be. made the first. Well, no, she guess she's not You're a woman of color. There's been a plenty of women of color away. princesses. Plenty of women of walk color princesses. Away. First black princess. They made her a frog the whole movie. Come on, uh, I don't know. Well, not the whole movie. Yeah, she but wasn't in the beginning. Like or most the of the second and third act, and then the final shot, <laughs> she's back to. <laughs> but her I, red, hey, the her bigger problem. Good, the bigger problem. Social com- social justice complaints aside, is that the uh, there's that alligator who wants to play jazz music? You know. <laughs> oh, you mean how he's, he's just uh, ripping off Don Bluth? Yeah, and then the alligator is like, oh, I want to be a jazz musician. Man, I wish I could be a jazz musician. And then at some point in the movie, they're like, oh, people just think he's in a costume. Then at the end of the movie, he's just jazzing it up at her big restaurant. The alligator. Yeah, and there's all this, like the restaurant's doing amazing. There's, you know, it paints a picture of it thriving. Her dream has come true. The dude works there with her. He's got a work ethic now, the whole thing. (laughs) And uh, because he doesn't. He's like a lazy, uh, lazy about as uh, crocodiles do, sure. But then the alligator's sitting there playing trumpet, and I'm like, no wonder your restaurant is so successful. You have a goddamn alligator playing trumpet. That's right. why everyone's company. You're like, yeah. Yeah. how's he even do that? Gators don't have lips. <laughs> He's very the real question. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's really, Patrick always brings in these, these great points. <laughs> yeah, He's really that's right. That's right. So I don't know if it's like an uh, because our peer group is marked by a certain age range that I most hear people talk about reminiscing on becoming nostalgic for the Renaissance era. Of well, Disney that's movies. a great, let's do it. Let's do a quick test then. Okay. When, when let's see what Abby and Heather here think. 
Okay. They're going to be our they're going to be our our, our crowd sourced information here. Yeah, Abby's uh, on the show. <clears throat> I'm here. So when either of you think about Disney animation film at its best, just a handful of films that you think of, oh, what is Disney best known for? What do you think of? Little Mermaid. Keep going. Heather, how about you? Lion King. Aladdin. So you're naming all movies from the Renaissance era. Bambi. Cinderella. Cinderella, sure. So our friend Heather's on the show uh, reluctantly right now. And Heather, please, would you just tell us, for Pete's sake, Disney movies you what like. Disney movies do you like? I just said Cinderella and I was <laughs> mocked. You were mocked? Yeah. Hey, well, it's I fair. like Cinderella, Lady and the Tramp. <laughs> <laughs> she seems immediately embarrassed <laughs> by those her own winners. choices. I those forgot, are great I forgot, those those I forgot about those. I like Bambi a lot. I love Bambi. Oh, she lit up at the mention of Bambi. Hey, hey, what, uh, Tyler, what era was uh, Lady and the Tramp from? I don't know, man. That's wartime. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the Robin Hood era. era. Uh, is it really? I don't know. Silver? It's Silver Age, isn't it? Aristocats, that's not it. Uh, Lady and the Tramp is Silver Age. Boom! It was, it was from the 50s. Like Great Mouse nice. Detect? No, mm. 50s? God, yeah. Look it up. Along with Cinderella. What else? What other else? Maybe she's a Silver Age enthusiast here. Yeah, what, other, what other Disney movies do you love? Do any of the Renaissance era movies stand out in your mind when you think of, like, you know, Lion King, Aladdin, all that kind of stuff? I enjoy Lion King. <laughs> okay. Um, what else? Um, I also enjoy <laughs> Aladdin, and I already said Bambi, right? You did. That was yeah. great. Earlier, you specifically. Um, oh, Five Goes West. Okay, well, that's not a Disney movie. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> that is good, though. That's, that's good. It's a winner. That's but, right hey, here. you are touching on something interesting that we already we were talking about it before we started recording, which is Don Bluth, who was a, a former Disney employee and creative that struck out on his own and started making movies like An American Tale. He also made Secret of Nim, and he made All Dogs Rock Go to Doodle, Heaven. All Dogs Go to Heaven. What did he do? What Disney movies was he on? Black Cauldron, wasn't he? Was he in that? Do, he was the yeah, yeah the creative force behind Black Cauldron, one of the yeah. only Disney animated movies at the time that was rated PG, and was deeply scary and upsetting. And looks like a Don Bluth movie. It sure. does. Hmm. Was he involved at all in Sword in the Stone? And what? How old no, is that's Sword, Sword in the Stone? Sword Stone's like uh, silver bronze. Is a long time ago. Yeah, it feels like it too. Heather, how do you feel about the Sword in the Stone? Didn't see it. Still to this day. Correct. But you like it? Do you just like I Five like Goes West, or o- only an American, or do you like American Tale? I like all the ones with the mice. <laughs> with That's the why hats. you like Cinderella so much. Yes, the mice. With the the mice. Gus. Yep. Gus. Yeah. Gus. Yeah. Is that why you also liked Rescuers Down Under because you like the mice? Yeah. Is it that just a mouse thing, or do you? Oh, interesting. I'm looking at a list of Don Bluth directed films right now. Thumbelina, remember that? That's when he started to fail and yeah. troll in Central Park, and then things really went off the rails there. And then a while uh, back, Don Bluth tried to kickstart an animated feature adaptation of his arcade game, Dragon's Lair. He did not succeed. That was a tough game, man. It was stupid. So hard. It's like one button. Yes, exactly. You're just like, toggling controls. Thing. Oh, anyway. All right, so what I thought we would do is get together. 
and then rank the Renaissance era, despite the fact that uh, Heather's branching out into non-Disney movies and everything else, for the most part, and because uh, The Lion King is oppressing. What are you telling me, Tyler? The list of Don Bluth worked for Disney for a long time, and the first film he worked on was Sleeping Beauty. Oh, he was cool. an assistant animator. And then he did Sword in the Stone with them. See, he was there you go. An assistant animator. <laughs> and then uh, Robin Hood, character animator, which they went on to rip off those characters for a long time. Ooh. Then he did Rescuers, directing animator. And Pete's Dragon. He did a lot of these great ones, old, great Disney films. They have like an aesthetic quality that looks mm-hmm. like you can tell he is consistent. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. his animation is very distinct. Uh, is that what drew you to those films? Was the animation in particular? Yes, it was. <laughs> She's lying. I can tell. I trust I'm her. Sorry, Josiah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny now revisiting a lot of these films with uh, kids. You realize like, oh, some of these don't hold up that well. Others, you're surprised that are actually still great films. Um, but the Don Bluth movies are sometimes shocking to me. How more visually advanced they seem now compared to their Disney competition, like a, a Secret of Nim, which is years before The Little Mermaid, looks years ahead of A Little Mermaid. If you watch Secret mm-hmm. of Nim now, yeah. it's visually stunning. It's Little beautiful. Mermaid looks very flat mm-hmm. and kind of plain. The Don Blue ones are almost always original concepts, not fairy tales or yeah. mm-hmm. borrowing from other material. Yeah. Secret of Nim was 82. Little Mermaid was 89. Yeah, so it looks ahead. wildly. And mm-hmm. then the... He has such a meticulously like painterly uh, style to his backgrounds, you know, like cell animation. They paint a background, then they animate the characters on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, some of the Disney Renaissance stuff, it got better as it went, but has I don't know, kind of blasé look to the cell animations. The characters are very like n- non; uh, they're very flat looking compared to some of the Don Bluth films. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not as aggressive. So maybe somewhere. That's the point. Josiah's yeah. thrown up or something. <laughs> what does he know about Don Bluth? Maybe nothing. <clears throat> One of the big ones that he, he, I feel like he's forgotten for having created was The Land Before Time. Oh, yeah. that one's amazing. Heather loves The Land Before Which Time. Which one? Apparently. One through 13? <laughs> Wait, <laughs> 12. that's a Disney movie? No, it's Don Bluth. Oh. And he also did yeah, We're Back. That. A Dinosaur's Journey or Tale or something yeah. like that. We're Back. Yeah. We're back. Heather, you like right. it. That's you like a catchphrase. That's time. a catchphrase from the film. Yeah. What do you think? Heather, I asked you about <laughs> Land Before Time. You like I it. loved it. You loved, I loved it. it. Yes. Also revealing your age because you're pretty old. and I was very young when I first saw it. Tree yeah. star. Yeah. It came out in 88. <laughs> That's not. Yeah. yeah. Patrick and I went to our grandparents were uh, so um taken with our love for Lamb before time that they for like a month would take us to pizza hut every weekend when they changed the vinyl puppets from the Lamb before time that you could get with a pizza oh, yeah. so yeah. that we could get all of them hmm. littlefoot petrie spike and ducky anyway let's get and on Sarah. With the, let's get on with yeah, the yeah we like don bluth apparently so i thought we would rank the we i guess we had to properly acknowledge don bluth Don Bluth, he did. He did. He was part of the Rescuers team, and there's a sequel to the Rescuers here. So he needed his his moment to to receive. Yeah, all that was very necessary. Yeah. Are we sure that his last name isn't Bluth? No, it's Bluth. We've heard it said by him and other people's like him. Hmm. Yeah, we should also get him on the development. show. He's a big fan. Yeah, he is a big fan. Yeah, he's a big listener to the show and everything. So that yeah. So here are in no particular <laughs> order. We're going to rank them in no order. Here are. The Disney Renaissance era animated feature films. 
Can we get them in the year they were released instead of no order? I mean, I just wrote them down, so now I gotta you, you gotta translate look it up. them. No, I'm just gonna read them off the thing here. You can do the in your head brains. I don't want to do my head brains. I've already got enough going on in there. <laughs> <laughs> it must be hard. That one. It must be hard. Yeah. There's a lot going on. Okay, so first was Little Mermaid. The Little Mermaid. Then yes, we got Beauty and the, the Re- Beast. The Renaissance started in 89, so let's start with Little Mermaid. And then the Rescuers Down Under. Oh, Rescuers Down Under was next? Okay. You got to say where you saw it, too. What are you talking about? We got to say where you saw it? Yeah, if you saw it in the theater or not. Well, let's do that when we rank it, when we actually rank oh, them. All right, let's know. get on with the Little Mermaid here. No. I thought we were doing chronological. All right. Or are we going to, I thought we were going to list everything and then yeah. go through and rank them. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah. You told me to, Tyler. Yeah, but For I want to ra- I want to I want to discuss them in years they were released. Okay, can you do that? Do you have the list? I'll find it. Yeah, let me get to it, man. This is Please don't fight. I can't this even. This is a guys. freaking serious podcast. Oh, oh, so I'm embarrassed. Tyler's been gone for two episodes. <laughs> oh, our pets' heads are falling off. <laughs> it's a Dumb and Dumber. You ever see Dumb and Dumber, Heather? Spoiler. Yes, I love that. Write it down. <laughs> Heather likes movies. She's a cinephile. <laughs> She's a total cinephile. <laughs> What's your favorite line from Dumb and Dumber? <laughs> Do guys at home? It pro, uh, it sounds like nothing, but there's there's a really comical exchange going on here at U.S. <laughs> Movie Studio <laughs> with a very reluctant participant participant participant. Thank you, yeah. thank you, Liam. Mm-hmm. Oh, so by the way, Patrick's on the show. I'm on the show. Liam is on the show. Bonjourno. You already heard that Abby and Heather are on the show. Tyler's on the show. I'm on the show. That's the show. We're this back. Is, this is a good one. Yeah, mm-hmm. so far. So we good. haven't even gotten to what we're talking about. Yet. This is why that guy left us a bad review. He said we're not yeah. true cinephiles. Pistol Pete? Cri- yeah, p- Crystal. Pistol. <laughs> crystal. What did I call crystal him? Crystal Piss. Yeah, I called him Crystal <laughs> Piss. What? Pistol Chris. Pistol, pistol Chris. Chris. Oh, God. He's right. He was right all along. Do you yeah, have the he order? Right. He'll never hear it. Are you even looking for it, Tyler? I can probably just 19. Guess it. Guess so Little Mermaid, Mermaid 1989, sorry. 1989, the, the Little Mermaid. That was a beautiful year. <laughs> Great. <Okay. laughs> that was the birth, Abby's birth <laughs> year. Yeah. That's she was Why? Because that's the year you were born mm-hmm. and Taylor Swift was born? Yeah. Got it. I was Great. mostly talking about myself. But not <laughs> Right, not just Taylor But Tyler's Swift. such a huge fan of Taylor Swift that he had to bring <laughs> her into it. Yeah. He's wearing the t-shirt right now. Do you have right the list or not? Do you want me to list them? I, I, I thought, thought we were starting with Little Mermaid. Yeah. Little Mermaid, uh, and then 1990 was The Rescuers Down Under. Told you. Which William. is which is what? 15 years since the first one? Is it that? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, the first old. one was mid-70s. Yeah, the st- oh, the first one's a slog now. You try to watch it. <laughs> people were waiting a long time for that sequel. <laughs> the <laughs> people had <laughs> spoken. Yeah, and they, they, Disney's got a reputation for cranking out films, and they just year after year here. Uh, Little Mermaid, 89, Rescuers Down Under, 1990, Beauty and the Beast, 91, Aladdin, 92, uh, The Lion King, 94, that, the, our list here actually omits The Nightmare Before Christmas. Well, that was the Touchstone Pictures release. Right. Disney disowned it until right. it got popular. Uh, and then uh, Pocahontas in 95, The Hunchback of Notre Dame in 96, Hercules in 97, uh, Mulan in 98. And that's it. That runs out. The, oh, no. Tarzan. Sorry. Tarzan yeah. in 99. Cool. So those are the movies we're working with. And to commemorate the release of Lion King, I thought we would rank best to worst, worst to best in our case. 
the Disney Renaissance era animated feature film. So let's do it this way. Let's start with, uh, don't we usually just say like number 10 and go around the thing? Yeah. Uh, the thing. Sure. Okay. So yeah. when we start with number 10, do a little bit of setup and talk about your uh, your familiarity with this era. Like, you know, were you actively seeing these movies? When did you get in, on and off the train? All that kind of stuff. <laughs> so Patrick, at number 10, for your least favorite of the Disney Renaissance <laughs> era animated feature films what do you got uh i have hunchback of notre dame because i didn't see it we talked about doing this last pistol week chris I, is gonna have a field day <laughs> <laughs> i had to go back and watch some of them i hadn't seen because they look dumb when they did you see out. the rest of them at least? yeah i've seen the rest of them the only <sighs> one it's okay man hunchback of notre you're not dame. missing hey, much really, heather have, really let's just boring. check has heather seen the hunchback of notre dame no I have uh, not. okay you're in good company yeah so Heather, our experience. reluctant participant here. When it comes that's to the Renaissance, that's who you're being associated with at this point. <laughs> that's fine. We're like we're the same age. We have the same. So Heather just gave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm much younger. <laughs> she gave me a really dirty look, but she's. I don't. We're really struggling with this one. Can I know. We, do we want to continue the episode with her? Because I'm yeah. just, you know, <laughs> you're really yeah, gonna yeah. have to show us you care here. I want to see. I want to see how it shakes out. I want to see how it shakes out. The Renaissance era. <laughs> I saw half of these in the theater. And the other half I didn't. <laughs> okay. That's, that's usually how that works. Let me check right. the math. Yeah. <laughs> well, in 89, what? You were six? Yeah. No. I was uh, eight. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, Heather so made that's old enough. Like that's old shocked. enough to get to, see, to get to see all these in theater. Yep. I could have seen them all in theater. I didn't see them all in theater. I didn't even see Hunchback. You were probably too old in 99 to go see. That's why I, did, that's why I stopped seeing them. Didn't see Tarzan, huh? I saw Tarzan on VHS. Yeah. Hmm. Well, yep. that's something. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, Liam Guten Tag. Hey, what is your number ten least favorite? And then tell us a little bit about these movies. You know, of the Renaissance era, I'm gonna say the least favorite is Rescuers Down Under. No, oh, this is already the stupidest list. Hey, I can hear you. <laughs> well, I said it loud. <laughs> Jeez. Well, next time, say it to my face. Uh, but yeah, I just had it on there because I. I mean, I like the original one. I didn't think I needed a sequel. Why are they going down under? <laughs> Keep it in the bayou. <laughs> what these mice? How are they getting all the way over there? Come on, they ride on an albatross. Uh, yeah. Ah, you, did you, did you catch that it. part where they're riding the albatross? Well, yeah, but I it's John Candy. It. Rest in peace. John Candy. It's was unrealistic. Great. Mice really riding stuff. a bird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's unreal. Dom DeLuise was dead. Wait, she? Ooh. No, no, no. She's. <laughs> It's very unrealistic. He was she says point? it's unrealistic because these little mice were rolling themselves up into a little tin can we'll and then riding thing. on the back of a bird through a city of other animals. Yeah. And and it's unrealistic. All the way to Australia? No, they get on a Boeing 747 and ride that to Australia. Well. Then they get off and they go land on the little uh, kangaroo rats. Mm-hmm. It's too old. That was too old for me. Too old. God. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just but you can watch Zootopia with no problem. Yeah. <laughs> it's fresh. Okay. Uh, who are the voices in uh, in that? Was that still Bob Newhart? Yeah, Bob Newhart and Zsa Zsa Gabor. Zsa Zsa Gabor. Yeah. John Candy, the immortal John. John Maybe Candy. I wanted it to be more scary, like the original one, the Don Bluth one. Yeah, with the freaking Medusa lady and mm-hmm. crap. Yeah, scary. Like actually kidnapping kids. Yeah, the <laughs> kid threatening to feed them to alligators. Right. Yeah, in the 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 boat they were in with mm-hmm. the crazy a rough. Yeah, rock river boats are yeah. scary. Yeah, they could see boats, mm-hmm. man. 
But yeah, this roll, one didn't. Roll. It was just a bit sunnier, brighter, and it was just on the also happening on the you know the tail of a uh, crocodile Dundee. I'm like, tail. I'm done with Down Under. For this right is now, a movie okay? about a poacher who locks up a little boy in his basement and throws knives at him. It doesn't make it right. <laughs> you wanted something scary. Yeah. <laughs> Give me alligators. <laughs> There's crocodiles. There's crocodiles. He th- he almost feeds the boy to crocodiles mm, at the end. I guess that's true. The mice rescue him. <laughs> thank, God, and thank God. They that's what they do. Mm-hmm. It's in the title. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. but Liam, did yeah, you watch these other movies? Oh yeah, I've seen all the other all the movies. Were you and watching? Still put uh, that one. Still put that one below. Yeah. Hunchback in Notre Dame. Yeah. Oh yeah. I guess we'll find. Yeah. Yeah, I do. What, were you going we to see these in the movie theaters and stuff? Or did you were you watching them on those no, clamshell VHSs? That Liam's old enough to have seen them in theaters as well, but he might have been. Yeah. I mean, even just like Little Mermaid. Like, I wish I'd seen it in the theater, but like, I remember watching that because my grandma gave us the VHS tape for Christmas. We're like, ooh, look at Disney VHS because it stood out from mm-hmm. all the other VHS yeah, on the yeah, shelf. That. You know, it's yeah, like, it's like plastic. big plastic yeah, thing. Yeah, big plastic. And yeah, it made that sound when you open it. It's like, you're like, yeah. ooh, you have to take it out. When did everyone it, convert to DVD? Well, with the ma- when the, the Matrix the was late available. 90s, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. that came with every DVD player. <laughs> mm. I was probably mid 2000s. Finally, God, dog, finally. Man, what are you doing? Well, in the in like 2003, 2004, I distinctly remember one of those dual VHS DVD players oh, under yeah. the TV. Got my dad yeah. one for Christmas. And it was a slow transition, but uh-uh. we were buying, like we were buying yeah. DVDs in the early 2000s we yeah. kept getting my dad DVD, uh, dvd players and copies of fight club on dvd <laughs> and he'd be like why y'all getting me this movie y'all <laughs> like we're like oh dad you're gonna like it this time mm-hmm. <laughs> there's new special really features on it. Mm-hmm. and there's a bunch of those weren't there hmm. abigail mm-hmm. uh what is your number 10 least favorite hunchback okay it's fair it's stupid <laughs> yeah, there you but go. you love paris right yeah, you do love Paris. There's not just not a not enough of it, and I really don't like the Hunchback. Oh, oh wow! Quasimodo? You're just like that dude that locked him in the tower. Yeah, you're ugly. You just Ooh. stay here and clean. Yeah. Ring the he bells. Was scary looking. <laughs> Play that oh, organ. Wow, <laughs> wow, not woke. <laughs> See if if the Hunchback had revealed himself to you for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> what in the world? What in if the, world? the hunchback had chosen to come down from those towers and revealed himself to the public for the first time, and he had met you, he would have gone right back up because you would have been like, "Oh, <laughs> been like, no!" Oh, Disney no, for man. sure made him look scarier than he needed to be. He needed in to fact, be? I bought like a mixed bag of like Disney toys at Goodwill the other day, and the hunchback was in there. Ooh, threw him and, out, huh? And Beck was terrified. Yeah. He's like, "Put him in the trash. I can't look at it." Yeah, he's, oh. you're teaching your poor son. <laughs> I don't know if we should tell that story on the air. It's weird. <laughs> He's like a monster, a monster. <laughs> You're so it. yeah, he and Abby did not look to learn to look on the inside. No. Just like just stay up there and ring the bell. Yeah. Well, I think yeah. it's Disney's fault. With your little gargoyle friends. I didn't like the gargoyles. I know it's just stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's his bit. He's like a misshapen hunchback well, man. I know, but I think they played on that a lot. <laughs> they did. Yeah, well, that was the story of the, of the movie. <laughs> 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 Them rescuers are rescuing really feel like too much. I really feel like they, <laughs> they went for that angle. <laughs> they went for that angle a little too hard. So anyway. Mm. Okay. Next. And did you watch these movies? Which, I mean, you're the, yeah, the youngest person here by far. Yeah, I've seen all of them. <laughs> I saw probably most of them in theaters. 
There's no way you saw a Little Mermaid in the theater as a newborn. Ooh. No. Yeah, I didn't see that one. Maybe I did. <laughs> Called I <don't> know. out. <laughs> or the following year, you didn't go to Down Under. And no, I never saw that. You didn't that. go to Beauty and the Beast as a one-year-old or a two-year-old. I probably saw Lion King. Started with Lion King in theaters after that. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Kind of yeah. scary. You were scared, huh? Mufasa. Mm-hmm. I don't remember being scared. Hey, Heather, I know that you didn't like take the detailed time to work up a full list, but uh, upon hearing those, do you have an, one that immediately goes rump, rump, to the bottom for you? The hunchback sounds stupid. Did you not see I it? I didn't see oh, it, oh, that's but right, it does did. sound stupid. <laughs> really? Are you at all worried about the way he looks? And No. Are you a person that judges by appearances, Heather? I try not to. That's good. But unsuccessfully at times? Do, would you like to see a picture of Quasimodo? Sure. Okay, I'm going to turn this around to you. I love, I love that she hates the movie, but <laughs> but you know that it, she says that the movie sounds stupid, but you know this is based on a novel, right? Yeah, yeah. it's a classic mo- a novel, man. Yeah, she's I looking like at his face novel. now. How do you feel? He's pretty scary. He's kind of scary, but he's happy. He's doing the best he, he can happy. with the hand he's he been dealt. He has kind <laughs> eyes. Uh, the one eye looks very kind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got kind eyes. I agree with he you. He has um, a kind eye. <laughs> so, Heather, being one of the older people in the group, did you g- see a lot of these in the theater and everything? No, I'm actually, I guess I'm the second youngest. You're, by no, far. You're, you're closer to us than her. Mm. What was your question? I'm sorry. Did you go see these movies in the theater? And do you remember? I was too young for most of them. That's just not true. Is it? Did you <laughs> see a Little Mermaid? You saw a Little Mermaid in the movie no, theater. No, I then? didn't. Did your family let you go see Disney movies? Did they yeah. like them? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. It's a little hard to believe, but okay. Okay. <laughs> Tyler, what do you have at number 10? Oh, for what is, reason? This is not going to... It's Hunchback of Notre Dame. Okay. Because it's Me just too. boring. Me too. It's just so boring. It is. I, it didn't even, I didn't have to admit I didn't see it. No, I just you, said you could have just, just said it sucked. I'll tell you, it really would it's go to the bottom. It's really just list. boring. It's not yeah. their best. The Disney magic is really missing. You it's won't really remember slow. the songs. Right. The, no. reas- the reason they're, I didn't watch their it biggest it wasn't streaming anywhere for free. Their biggest song it. is so dull. And the gargoyles are gargoyles stupid. What's the girl's name in it? Demi Moore. Anastasia? Esmeralda? It was Demi Moore. No one likes Demi Moore? No, I mean, she's fine, but the was Yeah. But I, I, I think we need to get to the bottom of something, though, because I thought I was the second youngest here. I think that <laughs> I was born in 87, so what is that? Oh, oh wow. yeah, Good. you are. You Good, are. I'm, yeah, I'm second Youthful. youngest. Sorry, Heather. So I was two when Little Mermaid came out, and it's... Did you go see the rest of these movies? Uh, I did not see Hunchback in theaters. <laughs> <laughs> I did shame. see I did see some of them in theaters, and I'll, I'll gladly tell those stories once we get. Well, there. hopefully they'll do a live action for you. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's what we really want. <laughs> Which essentially is the, at that point just a remake of the other live action versions of the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I also had it at number ten because it's bonk. I saw most of these movies. I will say this, and I'm sure we'll talk about this more as we go. But I was uh, in for all these movies until a certain point, And then I was decidedly like, oh, I remember them happening around me and I was like, I don't right. care anymore. Cause I'm yeah. old. Right. Yeah. You got, you're pretty old. Yeah. yeah like old give now. me toys. The rest story. of these were pretty standard in my childhood. The Patrick, big. what do you have at number nine on your list? Pocahontas. What? Oh man. Yep. Too really? low. That's low. No, low. That's, that's where it goes. And here's why it's <laughs> because that's why that's when I hit the point of, uh, my parents weren't just taking me to the theater to see whatever they're like what do you want to go see and i didn't want to see pocahontas so i didn't go but you have seen it i saw it on vhs you didn't want to be john Col- Col- john smith 
John Smith? No. Mel Gibson? No, I no? like Jake Sully in, po- in Avatar better. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Avatar is better than Pocahontas. Can we all admit that? I don't that? like the music yeah, in Pocahontas. No, Pocahontas no. is better than Avatar. No, that's not no, true. It's that's not. true. I'd rather put in Pocahontas. Yeah, me too. No, stop it. Or would you say? I'd rather put... Yeah, I need to know. That was weird. <laughs> put in Pocahontas. <laughs> what did you just say? We're just trying to let I'd rather, it run. I'd rather... <laughs> stop. Don't try to fix I'd it. I'd rather press... You know, because you put it... You put. <laughs> <laughs> You'd rather watch stop. the movie than... Dear Lord, man. Right Come you on. Would, you yeah. put it in. You put it in the VCR or yeah. the DVD player. Or the yeah, well, I mean, I know. I'd, yeah, rather, I'd rather watch Pocahontas because Avatar doesn't give you those great songs. Pocahontas if, didn't have great if songs. If I could get Sigourney yeah. Weaver singing Colors, Colors of the, the Wind. Wind. Pocahontas has better. That song. That song it. is good, and the rest is totally mm. Vanessa away. Williams? But it's a great song. It's, yeah, I hear you. Isn't that what you walked on the aisle to? It's straight. Yeah, but she rolls down the hill, yeah. and they're kind of like <laughs> rolling together. Oh, they're rolling. Sure. Anyway, <laughs> I remember at the time there was all this talk about, like, look at the way they animated her hair. Mm-hmm. Pocahontas Fantastic It's and like a blanket And the little raccoon He's so cute <laughs> That raccoon was a wizard Didn't even like yeah, talking Yeah the stuff. raccoon and hummingbird Were great sidekicks No they were oh bad sidekicks that's, that's one step down From the gargoyles Yikes. No oh, It's not <laughs> Alright um, Liam What do you have at number nine I also have Pocahontas There we go oh, oh, There gosh. we go That's two Yeah similar reasons I uh, Just didn't really do it for me I wasn't as interested. Didn't like the animation style. The animation's beautiful in Pocahontas. No, it's not. It's lame. No, I it's thought it was beautiful. beautiful. I thought it was it's, a, it's one of the more artistic. It's of a the true artist movie. Era. No, Liam says no. But no. although, although I'll give it, I'll give Pocahontas this that the Mel Gibson voice acting did not age well because he is a bad representation of mm. of um, being an ally for people of color. You know what I mean? <laughs> I like Mel Gibson. What, who is Mel Gibson? He's, he's he's John uh, Smith. John Smith. Oh, yeah, he's been struggling. Anyway, although fun fact, Mad the, Max. the 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 that, that um, <laughs> Thomas, the the other sailor kid, he rescues from the ocean at the beginning. Do you know who voice acts Thomas? Thomas Hayden Church. No, he's here's a hint. He's a bigger actor now than Mel Gibson, and he uses his real English accent. Oh, Christian Bale. Really? I'll be darned. Yeah. I'll be daggummed. Isn't that crazy? Really? How much weight did that he is get for the role? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've got to get into character, I do. <laughs> All right, Abby, what do you have at number nine? I have Hercules. At, at number, number nine, nine that's way so too low. stupid. <laughs> I hated <laughs> Hercules. Yeah, Hercules isn't great. No, it's no, not Hercules. Zero great. to hero, man. Let me, no. let me just say it now. I have Hercules at number nine, too. Oh, God. Yeah. I never Y'all's saw it. Sorry. <laughs> so Y'all's Heather's input so there wrong. isn't helpful. Hercules at number nine is right. Hercules is not good. Yeah. No. So far, me and Tyler are twins. The best thing that Hercules ever does is inspire the creation of Emperor's New Groove. Yes. What? Yes. What do you mean? In what sense? Their whole fourth wall break, their intermittent yeah, musical gets, numbers. It started to get silly. Yeah, the whole silliness of it is they it's just they goofy. Yeah. it's like they focus grouped. What did you like about Hercules? And everyone said, "Oh, we love these singers at the beginning." And they said, "All right, let's make a whole movie based on that silliness." Yeah. Mm-hmm. The muses. Yeah. Well, Everything just, like, was like, bad. James Woods had a really good performance. That's what yeah. makes the whole movie. It. James that Hades? was so great. Yeah, yeah Hades was great. Uh-uh. I like hey, Rip whoa, Torn. Is my hair out? Is my hair out? <laughs> yeah, I thought Rip Torn part. did pretty well. <laughs> My hair. Anyone? Yeah, Bobcat Goldthwait is the oh, is pain the, and panic the one of the demon. Yeah, one yeah. of the little imps. Yeah. Mm. Come yeah. to your lugubriousness. <laughs> but Bob but uh, <laughs> Danny DeVito, Danny DeVito's stuff in Hercules did not age well either. It does not play well in 2019 because he's like a lecherous. 
lustful. Yeah, he's just objectifying and and. Uh, well, none of the not not a single animated Disney movie is going to hold up if you Im- imply the woke standards. Yeah, it. it starts. It's with better him than hunting, like Peter Pan. It starts with him hunting fawns and like getting upset <laughs> yeah. when he can't like. They were nymphs. Abuse yeah. nymphs, right? Yeah. Not fawns, nymphs. Yeah, and then he, yeah. he does it later. He's it's just bad. It's bad. It's a Bobo movie. I would no. never watch it. No, you're no. Bobo. But you're a Bobo what, movie. What really threw me actually was two things. I have two questions about Hercules. Here we go. What's with the weird 3D dragon? Because they were like, oh, how do you CG? They were trying to get in, t- in on the CG game. Been flirting they, with it yeah. since Beauty and the Beast and the mm-hmm. CG ballroom. And then mm-hmm. Aladdin had like the CG palace and the CG rug. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pocahontas had a little bit of CG water in it. it yeah. Weird. Yeah. And then yeah. they're like, well, what if we did like a whole character kind of. Yeah. You know? It looked weird. And then. It does. It looks what's, jarring. What's really the deal fun. with the scene where he's wearing Scar? Because it's just a little Easter egg. Uh all right. The, like the uh, the scene in Aladdin where the Sultan's stacking toys and the Beast is one of the toys he's stacking. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're it's not Easter trying. To, there's no shared universe. It's just funny. It's the Easter egg. This that's a mm. real Easter egg. Internet. Yeah. The this internet the doesn't really know what an Easter egg is. The scar coat. Yeah. yeah. Who wears it? Hercules. Yeah, he's yeah, posing for, for a, a jar painting. Yeah, portrait. Mm. Mm. All right, I have it number nine, Mulan, because Mulan sucks. <laughs> mm, nice. What y'all yeah. got to say to that? Mulan's not great. I like Mulan fine. Here's the thing. Mulan, as a single viewing, is passable. You, you won't be, like, bored out of your mind. But it's That's because you got Eddie Murphy yelling at you the whole time. He Honestly, I know a lot of people probably complain about Mushu. He's the one part of the movie I found appealing, Most honestly. memorable. Yeah. The songs are total junk in Mulan. Man, man, man. That's a joke. Yeah, I have Mulan at number eight. I got, <laughs> I got into an argument with Sarah today. She says that Mulan is better than Pocahontas. And I said, that's no way. Is that true? No. It's true. And I said, name one song from Mulan. And she just went, um, um, do you know that one where... No, that's not one. Have you ever? <laughs> yeah. Oh, right, right. Mulan is better. She's. I got it at number eight. I watched it for the first time yesterday. Really? Mulan yeah. for the first yeah. time? No kidding. There's a live action coming <laughs> no, next know, year, and you're just well, that's why I watched it. Yeah. Okay. Well, catch I listened to this. I heard some people fussing about Mulan at the movie theater because uh, the trailer started playing <laughs> before Lion King or something. Tra- mm-hmm. The live action teaser for Mulan, and these people behind me lean over, and one of them goes, "I heard no Mushu," and then the other person beside them goes, "Then forget." get it that's, that's <laughs> fair yeah, sure. yeah i got a fair point they I couldn't they couldn't had a hard Eddie time Murphy. keeping up with mulan because at one point when they were training remember their training there was like yeah. an army of a thousand yeah. and then by later on in the movie there's like 20 of them yeah they just kept yeah Mulan's stupid yeah it's fine yeah let's get down to business <laughs> my Wait. number eight mulan that's right that's right <laughs> That's, that's my number eight too. That was that good, right? Is. Did we like that? How yeah. you just did that? Yeah, that's good. Heather, do you have strong feelings about Thanks. Mulan one way or the other? Or did you not see it? Tyler, can you please? Uh, I did not see it. Oh my gosh! I'm so sorry. I'm not worthy to be here. So far, you haven't seen any of these <coughs> movies. That's true. Tyler, what do you have at number eight? Mulan. <laughs> <laughs> Mulan's nice. not great. It, it's weird. It's I don't. Yeah. Uh, my number eight is Pocahontas. So I'm with the uh, the two of you guys. Yeah. Put it low. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only reason I put it above Mulan is because a lot of these 
movies work on the they rise and or they live and die on the strength of the musical numbers. Mm-hmm. The memorability is in the musical. Oh, that's numbers. huge. That's a huge factor. I and agree. Mulan's songs are junk. At least they Pocahontas were. has Colors of the Wind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's well, no songs. Oh, no, Around the Bend. That's a good one. Oh yeah, that's pretty good. Mulan yeah. has <laughs> to make a man out of me or whatever it's called. Make a man. Yeah, let's get down to business. It's not, but it's not. Yeah, exactly. You're exact. Make a man or whatever it's called. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't like it very much. It's like men in tights. All right, Patrick, what do you have <laughs> at number seven? We're men in tights. Yes, men in tights. I have Hercules <laughs> at number seven. That's pretty low. I like Hercules, though. It's getting to the point where, uh, at this point, I like all the movies after this. Okay, um, that's a clarifying statement. Yep, I like all these now. Hercules was good. I like the bizarre animation turn they took and how it was... No, you didn't. More silly? I did. I thought the movie was funny. Oh, I thought you I meant the 3D. No, the, the silly oh, stylized, yeah. like, Greek. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. you saying, the Emperor's New Group. Yeah, the fourth thing. wall stuff uh-huh. is great. Yeah, we were yeah. watching. I remember watching Hercules, like, oh, let's just see what this is. And then we all had, like, a good time. Mm-hmm. It was really funny. Mm-hmm. Liam, what do you got at number seven? I saw no. it on VHS. Ooh, yeah. Hercules. That makes sense. The uh, number seven is Hunchback in Order Dame, so also. Too high. Pretty low. Golly, you got that high. Man. You Have you even seen it? Yeah. You saw it like when it it's first on came theater, out. Yeah. Well, Maybe wow. it's different if you see it on the big screen. <laughs> Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> that's the game changer. And you've you know? got 20 years since you've seen it. Yeah, that was the first it's and pre- only time I've seen it. It's really <laughs> appreciated in my <laughs> mind. Burrs, <laughs> what do you got at number he's seven? Got, no, he's yeah. giving it the sympathy bump because of the Notre Dame burning. Oh. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. Uh, that's the only way we're ever going to see it again, Never right? Never forget <laughs> its original intactness. Yeah. Gotta watch the movie Just now. The cartoon. It lives on forever. It lives on forever. Thanks a lot, it's, Disney. It's true claim it's, to fame. Who knew? Apparently, when it caught on fire, the book sales went through the roof. Don't I wonder if anybody went back and watched the movie instead. No. They're like, oh, this is, the only way, this is the only way I can learn about this place. <laughs> yeah. By reading this fictional novel. The only way we can remember it. Yeah. First, My number seven, seven is Rescuers Down Under. That is super low and stupid. These all still fall under junk to me. This like is what I don't Rescuers like. Down Under is junk to you? Mm-hmm. Heather, oh. mm-hmm. rebut this. Yeah. What do you got to say to that? It's old. It's old? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, it felt like it was, like, like even when it came out, it felt like it was old. Yeah. No, it was Remember, it's like bad. Rescuers Down Under. It's, I mean, it's, you watch it, 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 it just feels old. The animation of Rescuers Down Under is notice, notably different than uh-huh. the, the others in this era, but yeah. it's because it's a sequel to a 15-year-old movie at that point. Yeah. It seems like they're trying to keep it somewhat true to the original. Mm-hmm. And good for them because it was great. It was great. It's like the equivalent of a black and white picture. It's like they wanted to make something obsolete. What in the world is that? It wasn't even planned obsolescence. I don't even want to see a black and white movie ever, but this is kind of the same, but like a kid's movie. It's old. What did you what did you feel about Roma? I liked Roma. Okay, great. (laughs) It was actually her number one movie of twenty eighteen. But it's not old. Yeah. Yes, but you did just say I never want to see a movie in black and white, or I don't ever want to see a movie. In and it, it was set in like the '60s. But it's the thing about black and white <laughs> movies normally is that they were made in like right. the '40s. You don't, you or don't like the style, that old style. And yeah, they're just like making. Judy Garland and her awful voice, and she's like, oh. yeah. There's a lot of vibrato. Heather, do you take issue with Abby's insult to Judy Garland? <laughs> I. I just don't understand. There, you don't like her because she's in black and white, or you don't like her voice, no. or both, 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 oh. both. Do you feel differently? What about Lucille Ball? Mm. 
Anything you like in black and white? No. Nope. There's nothing oh, I like in black and white. Ricky. Except for Roma, which is a new movie. I mean, I don't like old movies that are black and white. What about like the black and white scenes in American History X? I don't know. What about Night of the Living Dead? No. Usually. What about uh, Mad Max Chrome version where they made a black <laughs> and white? <laughs> so stupid. I guess I would like that. <laughs> I guess I would like it's that. It's like all the vibrant color of the movie has been drained out of it and you don't see it anymore. Contrasted. Yeah. Anyway. All right, Tyler, what do you have at number seven? Heather, do you did you make a list? Did you I'm try? trying to catch up here. I feel unprepared. Is that what you've been doing over there? Yes. Oh, well, I'm so proud of you. She's back. Oh, okay, what do you have at number seven? I didn't see this one either. Have um, we hit movies that you've seen at this nope, point? Nope, nope. We're almost there. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm not worthy. Crystal, uh, crystal piss. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, Tarzan. Tarzan. Oh, no. oh, you didn't see Tarzan? No, I didn't see it, so I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> that uh, makes sense. Out of sight, out of approval. These mm-hmm. here, here. three of these four movies you haven't seen are all on Netflix right now. Yeah, your kids <laughs> would probably like them. You would like Hercules. I don't care. I will, Hercules will not is good. see them. Yeah. You won't put them what? on for your Hercules. You'd like Hercules. Really? Literally. Why? It's funny. Oh. Yeah, you like to laugh. How do you, you feel about that? Phil Collins? <laughs> I don't have any feelings towards him. None at all. What about Genesis? Wow. <laughs> Not even a response to that. Uh, <clears throat> well, this in, in no way is associated with her, but I also have Tarzan <laughs> number seven. Oh my gosh, that is <laughs> so low. Because Tarzan, the movie, is just like, it's just Phil Collins working really hard to carry that movie. Oh and yeah, yeah I'll off. say I have uh, Tarzan at number seven as well. It, oh, it, yeah. Phil Collins is by far the best thing about this. This is movie. showing. I think this is aging you guys. I will Ooh. say this. Let me say I think this. It's aging you. Tarzan. And you and I are almost the same age here, and by by relevance in this room, Mm-mm. you and I are the closest together. Aladdin was the last of these movies that I saw in the theater, and the everything after Aladdin, I saw on VHS or much later. As an adult, really. Yeah, and some of them I came back to Not saw. Not even Lion King? No, oh, no I saw Lion, Lion King. King. That was pre. That was before Aladdin, right? Tarzan after was the final. Was after Tarzan was ninety nine, so it was the final. Yeah, I, I didn't see Aladdin until I was an adult, and I liked it. I do like it. From here on, I like the movies. I like that. That here's another one with weird CG, CG branches that he's like yeah. surfing around in the jungle. It was cool good. that they made it him look really good. I, I don't, I don't dislike Tarzan, but it, it's certainly not as good as the rest of these films. Yeah, it, it has some super good songs though. The it songs was, were yes. great. Hey, yeah. it was dark. It, it was dark. Really dark. Out the thing eating his parents. It's, it's a oh, montage. Yeah. It opens with a montage mm-hmm. of his parents crashing on an island and being eaten by a wildcat. Also, <laughs> Anna and Elsa's parents or his parents. Uh oh. Is that Crossover. the fan theory? That's so the fan theory. Tarzan's her brother? Oh, because yeah. they, sh- they get Wait, shipwrecked on their journey? It's the Frozen parents oh. are the Tarzan the parents. Frozen what? theory? Really? Yeah, it's the Frozen theory. Then why do Anna and Elsa never talk about a brother? Because they not, had him when they, they were was not in any of the portraits. They were gone that whole time? Yeah, they were lost at sea. Oh, mm. dang. Um, Tarzan's Tarzan, good. It's fine. It's fine. Mini Driver? I would... I I want to rank it higher because Phil Collins is so good in it, but I had to bring it down because Rosie O'Donnell is scatting in it. Yeah. Oh my and god. It, it really that is song just too. Well, I, I I guess I gotta admit that song is painful and kind of catchy. Yeah. When she's just yelling gibberish on pots <laughs> and pans. Yeah. But you know the uh, the funny thing about she didn't even know she was doing a movie. <laughs> 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 just happened to have a microphone recording. 
<laughs> it's just like, so is anyone getting this? This is great. <laughs> what are we all doing now? <laughs> the, uh, the Phil Collins musical numbers in uh, Tarzan, to his credit, just sound like Phil Collins' album tracks. Yeah, they, they do. totally you know? do. Yeah. Whereas, uh, like, you want to go listen to that song, and you have to go listen to the Tarzan soundtrack. Yeah, and it's funny because uh, I have, you know, like on a couple of Phil Collins like compilation or greatest hits albums, they just entered. They put the Tarzan songs on there, and mm-hmm. he's done soundtrack songs before. Uh, but to write for a musical is different. It's just weird. It doesn't really have a musical sensibility to it. It doesn't sound theatrical. No, they're like ballads. Yeah, it's like the freaking You'll Be In My Heart song. It just sounds like a Phil Collins radio Such song. Yeah. So it's a great song. I think it was. It, it takes the movie in a different weird direction because the other Disney musicals are very much like Broadway style, right. yeah. hi- hyper theatrical. And then you've got just like Phil pop, Collins and his hooks. Music, yeah. yeah, pop right. music. Uh-huh. Thank you. Good, yeah. good job. So well, well done, Phil Collins. But Tarzan, I, you know, it's just, it's I all mean, right. You got to put it where it goes, yeah. you know. What the coolest say? thing is when he's surfing on the trees, but mm-hmm. it can only take you so far. Recently, Josiah sent us a picture of uh, a, a cell or a shot of Tarzan where he's using two hands to hold on to Jane mm-hmm. as he's simultaneously swinging from a vine with his kind of like feet pinched on it. Mm-hmm. And some uh, illustrator was like trying to figure it out. So they illustrated what must be going on behind him. And they predicted that he must have had his butt cheeks clenched <laughs> around <laughs> the vine. So that he could hold he on. He did hold look pretty swole. Seems like it could He's work. Swole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Clayton. Clayton. All right, Patrick. Got what do you clench? have at number six? Tarzan. <laughs> I like Tarzan. I thought it was good. Clayton. Yeah. Yeah. Clayton. Except for the whole Rosie O'Donnell scatting. It's a great. It's a great. Yeah, word. it's fine. She was annoying the whole time, but she's great in her element. Like League of Her Own. Let's put her alongside Madonna, and she's great. But no, 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 scatting in the jungle. But that's what kids like. Like I remember liking that about. It's kind of like Olaf. Like as an adult, you're like, this. No, is she totally the was the Olaf character. character. Yeah, but that's she's what dory. kids like. Yeah, yeah. you she, know, she funny. was the comic relief for Here's sure. Here's an anecdote about that. They all, who has an anecdote about that particular song and moment? But at one point, I was contracted to make a video, a senior video, for some seniors. Miserable experience, horrible. You have to, have to like just sit there and talk to high school seniors. So stupid and film mm, them. Mm-hmm. And then oh, they all wanted seniors. songs to go over their like little bits. You know, they get to pick <laughs> their little, their little bits. bits. <laughs> <laughs> you got songs to, to pick to, to kind of soundtrack their sections. And there was a young lady who wanted the Rosie O'Donnell Gorilla Scat. She's, she's a theater kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Well, there you go. It was it was comical to say the least. I saw Tarzan on VHS. Me too. I saw it on VHS like way after midnight with a bunch of grown people eating pizza and stuff. They're like, put it yeah, Tarzan. That's weird. Yeah, you're yeah. yeah, you were way too old. Not and I was old, like, hey, this is good. You, yeah. I don't I re- think you could appreciate it. I like no, I like mm. it. It's good. Yeah. Mm. Liam, what do you have at number six? You know, I also have a Tarzan. See? We you like know? it. Like it was it was a nice cinematic achievement. Uh what they accomplished with uh with the animation and so forth. Good music. Um, yeah, but, it, but it's still like pretty typical. It wasn't like groundbreaking, which Who is what I Tarzan? think we're going to start getting into. I don't know. Who is it? Brendan Fraser? Does, Does he, he even have lines? Uh, That's George of the George Jungle. Of the jungle yeah. And Encino Man. Yeah. <laughs> Does Tarzan, Tarzan yeah. doesn't even have many lines. He talks and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's Clayton. I'll look Jane. him up. Clayton. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, it was good. He taught, he, you know, argues with that gorilla. That's the 
never fully accepted him. Yeah. The father, but father his, figure. But his mama gorilla loved him so much. Mm. Mama gorillas. Mm-hmm. It's you know, such a good movie. I should watch it again. Oh. Thanks, Netflix. Tony Goldwyn is the voice of Tarzan. Tony Goldwyn, who uh, you may remember from nothing. Uh, Ghost, what about Ghosts? Ghost, <laughs> The Last Samurai, <laughs> The Sixth Day, that kind of stuff. With well, Arnold. Samurai was good. Was he it? was the bad guy in Last Samurai. All right. Uh, I'll show you no quarter. Heather, have you come to any movies that you... Excuse me? Oh, sorry. I passed oh. right over. Right oh. over. What can oh. say? It's not Tarzan. It is Aladdin. Number six? Number six. That's slow. Wow, that's where... That's can you tell us why? Uh, Defend yourself. From here on up, I like all of them. So it's kind of just like... Mm. One could be anywhere. One could be anywhere, but this is the lowest. Well, she step. has Tarzan higher than Aladdin, that's for sure. I have Tarzan much higher than that's Aladdin. That's just no good. <laughs> <laughs> this bodes Come poorly. on. It's better. I like okay. it's to me a more robust. It's not just about like, uh, a love story. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure when you say it like that. It's I don't like I don't know if I would call Aladdin necessarily a love story more of an Ashes to riches, R- rags, r- rags, rags to, riches, to riches, ashes to. Dang, he was burned when it started. <laughs> <laughs> rags to riches story. What is it? Ashes to something that doesn't make ashes sense. To ashes, to ashes. ashes to ashes. <laughs> or just still ashes at the dust end of that one. <laughs> I think it's ashes to chrome. No, that's not what right. Rags to riches. <laughs> For God's sake. <laughs> okay. Move on. Let's move on. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Okay, sure. Number six, Aladdin. For Aladdin. All right, Heather, did we get to anything you've seen yet? Yes. For number six, I chose Little Mermaid. <laughs> Why wow. is it so and number six? I just don't respect her as a princess. <laughs> <laughs> really? I don't. I, what? She How come? She was 16, remember? she was remember? a mermaid, which I feel like... I absolutely <laughs> support you. Okay. This is... this is. The, I'm so glad to be hearing this. <laughs> I have Little Mermaid at the same spot for the same reason. Yeah. Okay, go ahead, Heather. What know, she was a mermaid and she traded in for a guy. I just don't respect Yes. That. No. No respect for that. Okay. She had it all. Everyone wants to be a mermaid. Most little girls. Maybe. <laughs> they do? Did you want to be a mermaid? I didn't. I didn't. Merman, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then she... I just don't respect her. I don't like her. No, she, I totally agree. She was a kid. She's 16. She didn't know what she wanted. I have... Can I, I'm gonna, can I jump in with her on this one? Because this is great. Yeah. I have a little mermaid at the same spot. I would put it lower if Little Mermaid didn't have such amazing songs. It's got some jams. The best songs, but the storyline is such toxic garbage. I even 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 it's though we're in a post Me Too era, I still wouldn't let my kids watch it. It's just that bad. Do you realize it's, of course that it's based on like a famous famous and very old That doesn't change it. Story. I, yeah, I know I'm just saying that it's not like a a product of its particular era, yeah. per se. No, no, I know it's not. I'm not. I'm not saying it is, but it's certainly not healthy for little girls to be told that they don't need a voice as long as they're pretty enough. Then the dude will still like her. Well, the yeah, well, bad they sh- guy they told have to her f- that. They have a f- yes, the villain does say that, but she still is thrown naked onto a beach to be discovered by, by a much guy. older man. If she can French a stranger, <laughs> then it, it'll... <laughs> as, long as, she, as long as she can kiss him, then it'll all be all right. It's got to be a true love kiss. And she'll be able to fully change herself to be accepted by him. Yeah, not just any kiss. Kiss of true love. Yeah, but dude. the songs are great. They are great. They are great. She's a horrifying villain, Ursula. She's mm-hmm. a scary villain. Yeah. I think we all have a little Ursula. And then they like Jaws for her at the end. Mm-hmm. Right. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they do. Right. Where the Jaws uh, Prince, crap Prince out Eric. Why was she not paying attention to that? She got too big, man. <laughs> power, power hungry, man. Yeah, she right. got too big. <laughs> Literally and figuratively. Yeah. I feel like Ursula and uh, Hades would have been great friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like the best two enemies to fight each other. I bet oh. they're going to change the crap out of it. It'll be way more to your yeah, liking. Yeah, the live action. The up, the the li- no, Little Mermaid does not play in 2019. Yeah, they'll have to update it too. Yeah. You, you'll be way less offended. That's good. I'm excited. <laughs> oh, maybe I'll let my kids watch this one. Yeah, well, who knows? What goes around comes around. Maybe it'll be hip to be that way again. And you know, everyone be like, hey, man, who knew? <laughs> what goes around comes around. Yeah, it's, what do you just, know? it's terrible. Wisdom, they were ahead of there their was, time. There was actually a recent um, campaign earlier this year where um, other actresses were saying they don't, won't let their kids watch it either. I think Natalie Portman came out against it. She won't. Came out against she came it. Out against it. She wouldn't. So she's been in the closet all this time. You she said she me. won't let her kids watch it. And I said, So what do they want? They want the movie censored. What do they want? I don't know what they want. They just won't let their kids watch it. That's fine. Don't let your kids yeah, watch it. That's. I think that's it. it. They just look <laughs> fine. They just won't watch it. They should also probably teach them about you know reality and fantasy and things like that. There's also not people with fish tails. You know yeah, that'll help. You know what I'm saying learning to make value assessments about the fantasy world and fiction and what it does and doesn't. Anyway, at number six, I have Aladdin. Whoa. whoa, 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 whoa. Do you want to know why? Viewers, listeners, no one's viewing this. At number uh, six, I have Aladdin. uh, Because, uh, let's be honest, when you watch Aladdin as an adult, which I have at this point many times because of the children, it's not as good as I remembered it being at that time. A lot really? of these movies, you go back, you play them again, and you're like, hey, that's still that's still a good movie. That's still it. Or, you know, you grade them on a scale based on the kind of movie they, they are. You're like, that's still entertaining. Songs are still good, whatever. Songs in Aladdin are great, written by the same couple of dudes who write all these songs. This is the Little mm-hmm. Shop of Horrors, guys. And uh, songs are still great, but Aladdin is a little bit dull. It's like if it weren't for Robin Williams, it would honestly suck. Mm. No, Aladdin's still good. No. It's got the no, big Jafar. I agree with you. Jafar's I agree with you. a fantastic you. villain. Robin Williams is making Robin's, the movie yeah. great. Yeah. But the songs are also amazing. And all the scenes, like the street rat That's scene fun. is great, and the yeah. magic carpet the ride carpet, scene yeah. is great. It's just, I'm going to sound a little bit like uh, Peter. Peter's uh, fussing about E.T. back in like episode 10 or whatever it was. Uh, it just feels like Aladdin doesn't really do very much. It's a movie about a dude who has three wishes, so it's like the equivalent of blank check. Yeah, and his wishes are, are essentially nothing. He like he gets a parade mm-hmm. and that's it for the rest of the movie. It's like he has a genie, you know? He I want to be a prince, which apparently means nothing because he doesn't actually become a prince. He gets a parade and an outfit. And mm-hmm. then from then on it's a lot of talk and he's like, Oh, you know, he has to accidentally use one to save his own life and then You know they turn on him free. so fast too, like, Okay, you're a prince now. You need to tell her the truth. But just like just turn you into a prince. Yeah, and what what do you mean? What's the you the truth well, is you're a prince you wish to be a prince, now you're a prince. Now no, it's done. You could say like tell her the truth about the backstory. Yeah. Yeah, super toxic. Kira Knightley. <laughs> <laughs> It was Kira Knightley. Knightley. It wasn't Natalie Portman. Kira Knightley People won't let her kids watch. Which is really I don't. I don't. That's really toxic too. She wrote. <laughs> do you want to know what she says? The songs are great, but do not give your voice up for a man. That's it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sure. That's yeah. Good that's advice. Advice. That is good advice. I can get that advice from. Kira Knightley. Watching Kira Knightley. it or not. 
That's just that's true. Except for the songs, a great part that wouldn't make much sense. But yeah, don't yeah, give you up your learn voice to for teach it, people a dynamic understanding of art, and that sometimes there's good stuff and bad yeah. stuff. Blah, 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 blah. Anyway, Aladdin. The only really good song is "A Whole New World." No, that's not oh, true. No. All the the two Robin Williams songs are f- fantastic. Ain't never had a friend like me. Yeah. He's just doing nonstop Why impressions for the street rat's great. He's doing it while yeah. running around. He's singing. And Prince Ali, come on. Yeah, that's Prince a good one, too. Ali. I said what I said. Oh. Oh. Okay, well, those that's it. On, that's <laughs> it. So I got a number six. The giant cobra is great. Yep. The, and sure. Yeah. He's a great villain, too. Uh, Jafar. Old, yeah, Jafar. He's, he's great. great. I like Gilbert Gottfried as that stupid parrot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a great sidekick. Yeah, it was fun. When it comes to sidekicks, evil Viago. sidekicks, he's a lot better than the... Than the demons or the gargoyles and whatever. I agree. The gargoyles are good sidekicks. I mean, look, the, at this point, I like them all, and I like Aladdin. I watched it a ton, but it's got to go at number six. I put it where I put I it, as Abby says. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Patrick, what do you have at number five? We're at the halfway point. Boy. I've seen all the rest of these at the theater. Um, Rescuers Down Under is number five. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Great, great, great. I like wow. it. I thought it was good. It is good. Pretty hot. like... Wow. Yeah, they're on that albatross. There's crocodiles. It makes total sense how they yeah. get to where they're going. Yeah, you know? it's totally Bobo, but. <laughs> um, mice mice <laughs> save that kid. It's, it's she said what she said again. It's <laughs> <laughs> hard to argue. What I said. Liam, what do you okay. have at number five? Uh, that's where I have Hercules. Hercules, Hercules. No, that's actually Nutty Professor. Oh. Can you put that down in the spoilers? Yeah. yeah. Yep. That's not, it didn't spoil anything. Yeah, for sure. That spoils yeah. the whole <laughs> movie. <laughs> Massive spoiler for <laughs> Hercules. Massive <laughs> fine. spoiler. Uh, is that in part one or two or three? I don't know which one. All of them, probably. <laughs> Hercules. But yeah, just, I was, again, I was surprised that I that Hercules was as like, fun-y as it was. I thought it was going to be a bit more kind of traditional, like focusing just on the heroism of it. But again, like it was acknowledging the audience the um, what were the the three um, like the singers, the backup singers that would talk? I thought were funny. The muses, the muses, muses yeah. yeah. I thought those went well. Um, they were great. Yeah, there's there's a lot, and it was a lot brighter. Um, it's pretty vibrant, yeah. Yeah, very bright, and the the animation was a bit more kind of like eclectic, uh, very curvy, um, mm. and like full a sharp fig- full figures. <laughs> no, I'm trying to think. Like like the colors were just. Starker, brighter. Well, they drew, they drew, they yeah, they you know animated I mean? and like colored all of the gods very brightly. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. They kind of radiate yeah. light. They're like yeah. pre-joy from inside out. That was kind yeah. of a, a animation device. Was the the gods were really bright and there was a kind of a glow to them. And anytime the life was sucked out of someone, mm-hmm. literally in Hercules' case, like he wasn't strong anymore, he went mm-hmm. dull. His color yeah. went dull. Yeah. So yeah, that was a that's device. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I, just, I thought it worked really well. Um, yeah. In the in the wake of you know, the the pre- preceding movies because uh, it I mean stood out on its own so yeah nice had it above Tarzan mm. Burrs you at the halfway point number five what you got I got Pocahontas that is so high that's yeah, way too it's high it's very high we're already all done with Pocahontas right <laughs> <laughs> No, it's still on mine oh oh god jeez how come I why think you like it, it could so have much? been higher honestly I but let's be real when's the last time you saw Pocahontas I saw it a while ago. <laughs> I watched it all the time. Saw it in theaters. Okay. Watched it all the time. Oh, you were probably the one I watched the most. Wow. And Mm. it's only at number five, so it can't be that good. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Deflate it. (laughs) (laughs) Did you like her? Were you like, oh, Mm -hmm. as like a little girl, you're like, I like Pocahontas. Yeah, I was really obsessed with her. I always tried to have like a 
like a outfit like her that I would make myself. Try to stand on a hill with your hair blowing in the wind. Oh and yeah. Stuff. But the leaves. There's always leaves blowing around leaves. in the movie. It's so pretty. It's such a pretty movie. It's it in really Alaska yeah, aesthetically, it's really interesting. It's aesthetically very beautiful, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. We'll take it, I guess. Watercolory. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's a lot. Watercolory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Heather, did we make it into a realm? We're still in a realm of yes. your... Okay. Yes. I have Aladdin at five because I agree. I feel like he wasted his wishes. What and would you have wished? Let's, to go, let's I, I go this way. Let's not go into that. I don't know. I just... Did. Uh, I liked it, but it's it made it to five. Okay, it's fair. What else? What can you say? <laughs> that's, she, all, that's all she's she got. She put say. it where she put it. <laughs> Tyler, what do you got at number five? I've got Beauty and the Beast at number five. Slow. Is it's it pretty low? No. Yeah. I think the the rest of them are better than this one. <laughs> Although, <laughs> wait, what is, what is, what is <laughs> your number five? Is that how you're doing <laughs> that's it? How, that's <laughs> how I ranked them here. Yeah. <laughs> wait, what's your number five? Beauty, Beauty and the Beast. Right. I like Beauty and the Beast. Do you have any further comments? Uh, no, I like I like Beauty and the Beast. I think um, I, I don't know. I just I don't I don't. You don't like like women taking a stand for themselves and. No, I yeah. don't. I have no. This I have no careful, social. Tyler. I have no social criticism of the film either in its message. Okay. I think that I think Belle was very brave. She is brave. <laughs> Belle the brave. <laughs> I just said so brave. I liked Belle. She's yeah. You like her better than Ariel. You have less problems. Oh yes, with her. I yes. She's an actual princess. Exactly. Who Belle? She's not a pr- again. Well, she, well, she, she, ends up, she ends up with the prince. Yeah, yeah she becomes a princess. Well, yeah. so but I, th- I thought she's just into bestiality essentially. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, she falls romantically in love with an animal. Yeah, but again, like you said, there's a reality. She sees the heart. Oh yeah, I mean yeah, I'm yeah, I mean, fully with you. Yeah. Okay, all right. He's basically yeah. a Harry Potter. I just think it's like yeah. charming that we have a bestiality story for them. It's really it's a really sentient animal, so you know, like yeah, it's a little more conscious. She's uh, in a castle where everything's come to life. She's yeah, just, I mean, she's not uh, like so. She's <laughs> just lost her mind completely. Yeah, <laughs> she's a psycho. She's spiraled into madness. She's been in that castle for longer. He's than He's easier to understand than the the singing, dancing wardrobe in the right. Coffee pot, tea Well, because the movie only takes place over like two days. Based on the movie's logic, she could have formed a romantic relationship with like a candelabra or a (laughs) chandelier or something. Although the candelabra we learned was actually, uh, yeah, not, it was a a gay. gay. (laughs) No, no, Uh, the clock. No, no. I thought that Lou was the gay gay one in the. Yeah. Oh, was it the clock? Yeah. Clogsworth? Cogsworth was, was gay in the live action. Oh, oh I thought LeFou, LeFou, Gaston's sidekick. Yeah. No, the didn't they, ma- they made Lumineer or Cogsworth. One of them is gay in the live action. The, no. The point is that <laughs> Belle... <laughs> that Belle is brave. She had options. The movie's there. great. She the songs options. are great. Be My Guest. <laughs> Belle um, is brave. Belle the movie's is brave. great. <laughs> she, is brave. <laughs> she had options. This <laughs> and it's a little bit like My Strange Addiction. She could have been like that guy kissing his car. <laughs> Didn't get that weird, right? <laughs> yeah. But the, the songs are great. Um, the Be My Guest is good, obviously. And then it's Be Beauty. Our Guest. Be our guest. Touché. And Beauty and the Beast, which was a little on the nose. They didn't have to put the title in the song, but it was a great one. Apparently, this is like song as old as time. I'm like, how old yeah. is it? It's going it's on over the <laughs> runtime of this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. I, I, I appreciate the metaphors, you know, in it that he's, you know, he's he's 
He's ugly on the outside. He's ugly on the outside, but he's decent on the inside after he's learned his lesson or whatever. And of it's course, like the, the opposite the of the Gaston and Beast fight at the end where he's the real monster, Gaston being the real monster. So I appreciated handsome. all of that. Uh, I just, I don't know. I never, I, I thought it was great. I just, uh, I thought it was number five. <laughs> <laughs> what well, I mean, what else can you say? Everyone needs a number five. I put uh, Hercules at number five like Liam. Way Booyah. too high. Too and uh, nice I didn't see, uh, in my defense of, you know, like everyone's like, oh, it's nostalgia because like, I didn't see Hercules in the theaters and, until much after it was out. And then right. I was pleasantly surprised that it took such a quirky mm-hmm. tone. I think that uh, Hades is probably my favorite aspect of oh, the whole movie. He's his, his best line is when he says, did my hair go out? That's well, it. Well, no, that's like the trailer line. He has hilarious uh-huh. lines you know, through yeah, the whole movie. One. They're cheap. I think that's, They're cheap? it's kind of like the opposite of Tarzan. It's Gosh, it's only she really loves Tarzan over it's here. It's only good when you watch it later as an adult. Kids don't like Hercules. Well, I don't know. I watched Hercules as an adult, and it's uh, it's not doing it for Do me. Do you speak for all kids? Everywhere? Hercules, <laughs> Hercules feels like there's something good there that they finally realized when they made Amber's new groove. Now, when Her- when Hades hmm. first strolls into wherever the where the Olympus is that yeah. where the gods live in Greek mythology? Yep, and uh. They're like, oh, how are things in the underworld? And he's like, oh, you know, it's a little dark, a little dreary, and as always, full of dead people. What are you going to do? <laughs> that's funny. It sets a <laughs> tone funny. for like, that's how he's going to talk for the rest yeah. of the movie. He's like, just going to be him. That's not funny to kids. Kids are like, what? Oh, it's funny to me. Why is this guy being sarcastic and weird? I appreciate yeah, it. Kids aren't rating this. this is, we're making these lists. Yeah, take that, kids. <laughs> Shut up, stupid kids. <laughs> they don't know. You guys yeah. don't know. I like it. It's funny. I thought that the. Uh, I also agree that the Hydra was a little jarring but you know that's uh, actually josh uwa voicing hercules rachel's boyfriend from friends and that fun? joshua 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 mm. kind of looks like hercules so i pre- it was it's very it's arguably the most uh different in this list of movies yeah it's the oddball yeah, sure. yeah. and yeah. i appreciated that about it find it charming find it funny true he fights a big cyclops at the end it's pretty cool yeah people like that without his strength yeah, and mm-hmm. he decapitates the hydro from the inside. That's pretty rough, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, it's no, That's no pretty small cool. feet. Patrick, what do you have at number four? <gasps> four. Uh, Aladdin with small feet. Hmm. It's all Aladdin in the theaters. I think Aladdin holds up. I want to watch it now. I think it totally, totally does. Yeah, a little less so. Yeah, my yeah. only thing is at the at the end when he's about to set the genie free for his last wish. I just kept thinking, doesn't Jasmine want to grab that thing and make some wishes first? She's standing right hey, there. Yeah, right before you're done. Just like, yeah, let me not, grab this Maybe thing. she's so mature that she realizes that that's an unhealthy thing. She has yeah. everything she needs. Or she yep. could be like, hey, feed everyone in Agrabah. That's what I'm saying. She's, she seems to care no, about the No, it's so people. toxic. She's just like, all I want is my man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is why they updated the new film. Yeah, I saw Her I desires like go action. behind. That was pretty mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Romantic. Oh. Yeah, the, uh, of the live action adaptations... Uh, Aladdin and it's certainly Lion King feels like when you start to go like, oh, so we're really at this point just plundering the back catalog. Not that that made it good or bad, but I don't know. I saw Pete's Dragon and thought, oh, this is neat. They're just taking the premise and making a whole new movie. And now it's mm-hmm. starting to be like, remember this movie again with mm-hmm. real people this time. Yeah. Uh, take away as you can. Liam, what do you have at number four? Number four, I have the gargantuan biggest at that time animated movie of all time epic uh, the lion king 
at number four. At number four, Liam. How come? I had at number four because, well, it's. It was the first one of this renaissance where you have strictly like animals. Uh, so it's, I mean, it's kind of set like a different tone for yeah, that's fair. like it's no, no animals. No people. Like, no people. Do people live in like, this world? Yeah. I mean, there's it's no like a poachers, bug's life. Where are the people? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So you get to This is after see, the apocalypse. Right. Um, and uh, it takes us to, I guess it's the first time you see an animated, you know, Africa. And like a, a like here's the thing I feel like growing up in the '80s you think of, gosh like Sally Struthers and you think of like Ethiopian people hungry and like you don't think a lot of, like Africa is this like wonderful place. Um, so you're saying on, that your exposure to Africa was like the feed the children campaigns and stuff. Yes, got it. Or and like and you get something like the Lion geopolitical King. conflict and not something appreciating its beauty. Correct. Got it. Like okay. Certain, like heritage. That's really interesting. And that's what the Lion King did was it gave you this brightness, this kind of sense of wonder, you know, these beautiful creatures, a harmony, um, and just animals kind of, you know, struggling to, you know, survive themselves. Uh, I mean, I guess. I mean, and also you can also. I also saw a lot of parallels with like, know, like like coming to America would have like like Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall coming over, and they had they came from this magnificent. African That's a great movie. I mean, it's just like, yeah, it was really does funny. this exist? Like, this is kind of neat. There's this pride in Africa. Speaking of which, The Lion King. <laughs> pride. All uh, right. Yeah. Um, but, um, but yeah, I was a big fan of Lion King. Seeing it on, on the big screen was just magnificent from James Earl Jones, the casting uh, from him on. Yeah, big fan of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've a number four, too. Oh, it feels yeah. low, right? It does feel a little bit. Low, I mean, but here's I the listen, thing. Like, they're at all this good. Point, this is tough. Like, now it's kind of oh, picking, pretty easy picking hairs, I think. But I yeah, think they're all big like. Fan of it. I guess a lot of things are just easy for me when they're from hard four on. I think they're like e- almost equally good. It's just like what what day of the yeah, week do you want to I'm really watch concerned you about choose. what you're saying is equally good because you've put some of these way too low already. Mm. All right, Heather, what do you have for at number four? I put the rescuers at four. But I thought that that was a big one for you. You lit up at the mystery. Yeah, well, again, rescue is down is. under. You you realize, right? Yeah, I liked. I like the old the way that it looks old. I like the little hats that the mice wear. I re- there's really nothing interesting for me to say. I forgot. I, I totally really forgot they were it. wearing hats. Oh, Can I raise it up from number two? They're both wearing hats. Costume yeah. design is important. It is important. Every mouse featured is wearing a hat. The it kangaroo hat rat wears a hat. I love the little purple hat. That the yeah. yeah. She's got like a little, that was little my fur hat. And then, yeah. I and she puts why. her hands in one of those things that the... Like is it called a stole? Is no. that it? No, a stole. It's, I think it's... Let me... Look no, it up. No, Look at that up while a we hear A hand warmer. It's <laughs> sure. what Tom Brady okay. uses when he plays to keep his hands warm. It's kind of like earmuffs, but for your hands. Yeah, it's just essentially like a giant cuff that you... On oh, maybe side. it's called a cuff. That can't be it. It's not a stole. That's a, that's a jacket. You're like a cardigan. Ja, ja. Ja, ja. So four, Tyler? Tyler, do you have called, um, I'm sorry, go on. Well, no, we got to get to the bottom yeah, of this. What is this article of clothing called? What did you Google? What words did you use? A muff? Yeah, oh, yeah that's what it. I was going to say. Uh, I didn't know if that was But correct. I want to know what, key, what keywords did you use? Stole hand warmer. What? No, I, but what did we learn? Abby, was Abby seemed pretty certain that it's not a stole, and you went with it anyway. 
Every time we say stole, it's starting to sound like we're saying the wrong word. Yeah. Yeah. Tyler, what do you have at number four? I have Pocahontas at number four. God, God dog, that's high. That movie sucks. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, let's get him. What a stupid Pocahontas, in my opinion, is one of their stronger, like, theatrical films where no. some of these, like Hercules, it feels like this kind of a mess. Like, the storyline feels kind of, like, poorly conceived. Pocahontas, from the very beginning to the end, is a strong narrative. And even the way, like, they, they make the film feels very theatrical, like they do... They do that whole opening number with them on the ship, and then they arrive in the in the new world, and it's just, they do that delayed title card, and then delayed credits. Like, there's a lot of really cool elements in it that you don't get from every Disney film. The Heather Heather agrees. really agrees. Yeah, and I just think that they made really cool decisions with the animation. Everything's very cool decision. Heather's great. We're really we're really vibing with our lists here tonight. You guys are just sharing the same microphone. That's why. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Uh, I I don't know what there's something about Pocahontas that makes it unique in my opinion from the others and therefore deserves uh, a bump up the list. It's just, it just was a strong, well it's a made good movie. film. You all should watch it. And Up's she's down. she's she's not your ordinary princess either. She's out there stopping wars from starting. So Yeah, and she doesn't care about what she looks like. No. She doesn't even shower that we know of. Yeah. And yet she's beautiful. Yeah, her hair is amazing. They didn't she's like animator as being hairy or anything like that. She was a bit could have been a little more accurate, you know. Yeah, it's true. You wanted some more hair under her armpits. Yeah. Could yeah. have been hair. Blowing yeah. in the wind just like her <laughs> on top of her head. <laughs> uh, I've I've heard Pocahontas <laughs> receive criticism for what does she even do? She just has to choose to not go with the arranged marriage and chose the white dude instead mm-hmm. but my my like, uh, defense is that yeah she loved the white dude but you know she's she's pioneering <laughs> that's a unintended pun yeah. interracial relationships but she's not even actually doing that she says she stops the war by saying she loves him which really is uniting these two opposing forces and then she doesn't even marry the dude at the end he just sails away and she goes on just being herself, her own independent self. Hey, look, you don't have to explain. You don't have to defend so yourself. I'm, to us. I'm saying Pocahontas deserves more credit than these people that say, she, it, "What does she even do?" You know, it's no Avatar. I'll say that <laughs> yeah. it's no Avatar. 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 No one joined that chant. <laughs> Me. Come on. Hooray! Let's go. Me and James Liam Cameron. are doing the wave. Yep. Uh, my number four is Beauty and the Beast, um, which, as Tyler said, even though it his was lower, he just went on to say it's great, it's fantastic in every way. It's just at number five. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The, I think that like the the period pieceness of Beauty and the Beast has a certain charm to it. It's weird because it's supposed to be French and it feels like completely not French in every way. They, well, no. they say bonjour. They say bonjour, bonjour in a song. Yeah. Nobody has accents except mm. for the freaking candle. You know. Right. Uh, yeah, maybe Lumiere. maybe the maybe the, the mansion he lives in is sort of French, but the village so for sure is. The village. Yeah, yeah, yeah and they I say mean, they've got baguettes, right? <laughs> yeah, and the the guy in the song yelling about the baguettes is like Maurice, the baguettes. It's like that. Well, that's <laughs> not must French. be French. <laughs> 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 it looks like a French village. It really does. I like. I don't know. It's uh, the. Uh, it's an interesting I, I I'm always into like visual dichotomy. I I think that the visual juxtaposition of those two characters is an interesting thing to watch. It sounds like a stupid thing to hang on to, but 
you've got this big they actually went with a pretty angular ugly thing for this he's like a de- almost like demonic looking you yeah, know, yeah. beast yeah yeah or yeah his the, the the angles at which he was animated are severe yeah exactly and the he actually evokes fear and small children still and the first time i showed it to my kids they were afraid when he first because they have him shrouded in shadows and he bears these big horrible teeth and ground like oh that's actually pretty effective uh yeah i've got a question this is this is sort of related you ever watch those those mickey mouse christmas specials sure where it's yeah. like oh they're having a christmas party and mickey invites all the disney characters and they show up and it's all like those yeah yeah it's like oh you know beauty and the beast why is show he still up the beast? Why is he the yeah beast? why is he showing up to this christmas party There's a lot of no one would things, recognize yeah. him anymore you know no. <laughs> and then like then they do rapunzel showing up and she's still got long blonde hair it's like do, don't you remember we cut that off it's yeah, like, why do things. we still say, oh, you're such a Grinch? What does that mean? You love Christmas? <laughs> why are you such a Scrooge? Did your heart oh, grow? Because yeah. <laughs> for most of his life now at that point, he's like, the important part is that now he loves Christmas, but that's not what we Build really a hundred bridges, amen? Amen. amen. <laughs> How does the rest of that go? <laughs> <laughs> so I like Beauty and the Beast. The thing, uh, and I remember, I have specific uh, memories of seeing it in theaters and having a good time. Good songs. Good mm-hmm. songs. Good times. Good songs, man. Really good Patrick, songs. we're getting near the top number three. Number freaking three. Working it. Yeah, to me, the top three were very hard, and I said Beauty and the Beast for number three. Wow. For the same reason everybody else said. It's just really good, but it's got to go somewhere. <laughs> I, lo- I like Gaston. <clears throat> no. He's funny. Yeah. And he his is song so is ridiculously. And every last inch of me is covered in hair. <laughs> yeah. yeah <just> then, like <laughs> so nuts. They, they start listing the most bizarrely specific to the moment <laughs> things in the song. You know, they're like, oh, he's walking around in boots and stuff like that. And he's like, uh, oh mud. my gosh, it just gets so he's in a in a spitting contest. No one's nobody spits like Gaston. No, no one spits, spits like Gaston. Gaston. <laughs> yeah. it's like, and then they say something about like uh, <laughs> takes cheap shots like yeah. Gaston, <laughs> yeah, and it's like oh, at the thing he's doing. At, right. I mean, it's a musical, so it's funny. It's ludicrous. It's great. Yeah, he's a great character. He's a great easy to hate character that's fun that becomes a menacing sure. character as the movie wears mm-hmm. on. So uh, I, have a, I have a question for <laughs> the men and the women. Here. Kill the beast. That's a great song. Yeah. My question here, did you, Josh, it was funny. Yeah, I have a question for the men and the women here. Okay. That's us. Because it's everybody. <laughs> right. Um, clearly some of these, these, these animated features have male protagonists and some obviously have female leads. Mostly the female leads are usually films named after the female lead like Pocahontas or Little Mermaid with Mulan. Ariel or whatever. Mulan. Do, do you find men and women, do you find yourself as at least as a kid relating more or cheering more for the films that have a female lead or a male lead? Like is, is Aladdin up on your list, Patrick, because you love, you Boys. love Aladdin or is, boy. or is Mulan low on your list because you don't care about Mulan? Well, I don't know because I have uh, princess-led movies above Aladdin. Okay. So I guess I like those better. And you do love Brave. I do love Brave. Yeah. It is great. But my question is, is Beauty and the Beast kind of up there in the middle on everybody's list because it's kind of like a non... No, that's for sure female-led. Yeah, I think Bell's, I Bell's, think Bell's protagonist. The leader. Yeah. She is a protagonist. The Beast is an anti-hero. But he's got top billing as... Oh, no, no she's, he's, she's top billing. Beauty. She's top billing. Yeah. Yeah. He's Beast second billing, beauty. but he shares the title with her. He would be nothing without her. She's the one that got to his It's car. kind of his story that she walks into. 
Or is it her story that he stumbles into? Huh. No, that's not right. I don't know. She stumbled into his castle. Well, it opens up in that little fairy tale book with uh, the prince, right? The yeah. snotty that's prince. That's a pretty good opening. It's, he's montage. the prince. He's the prince. She becomes the princess because of him. Mm-hmm. I will say that I have a specific memory of uh, s- when the Little Mermaid came out saying it. It's actually what I use to base uh, the the age in which I show my kids certain show movies. Because I was like, what's the first movie I can specifically remember seeing in a theater? Not just being there. Because I have memories of seeing like The Great Mouse Detective, but I was like three or four. I remember being there. I don't really remember the movie all that well. Mm -hmm. But uh, I remember specifically the experience of watching The Little Mermaid. I remember like this part and this part and when the people laughed. I was like, okay, so I was six. So six is probably a decent, you know, basic age for when kids will really remember and I remember being pumped by it, like it was uh, seeing this movie six years old. So I'm like in first, second grade or whatever and talking to other kids at school and be like, Little Mermaid was so cool. And there's these great songs. And there were kids being like, it's a girl's movie. Right. And I was like, oh, dang, is it? I don't know. I'm yeah. Like, so for better or worse, for good or bad, this, this seems to be that little boys had an aversion to these female led princess movies. Princess. They were princess movies. I didn't. I liked it. I liked it a little Right. Mermaid. But it was toxic. So I was being yeah. I was being poisoned by, by terrible garbage. garbage. <laughs> you grew up in the South. You definitely couldn't like no. Yeah, I was like for sure. Princess, right movie. on. Yeah. Okay, but I'm my my point is that I think Beauty and the Beast might have had more success for young kids because it was more gender neutral in that way. It wasn't a princess movie. It was more of there was someone for both parties yeah. to enjoy. Right. I feel like it was still princessy. Yeah. Well, yeah. definitely she becomes princess. But and she's listed officially as one of the Disney princesses. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you paid, if you're paying attention now to like this new wave of of 3D animated Disney films, they're they're changing the way they title them. Like the movie about Princess Rapunzel isn't called Rapunzel; it's called Tangled because they wanted to make it more accessible to little boys. And they have Eugene as a huge part of it. It is accessible. It's a good movie. And yeah, it's it the same. Good. It was the same thing with Frozen. They decided to name it Frozen, not just like Elsa, Elsa. or whatever. Although the they frozen threw, they threw that out princess. with um, with uh, Moana, they threw that out. Moana. I finally remembered the line of the song that I particularly wanted to mention. Wait, what Gaston, was it? The Gaston song. It's when they say, "No one plots." This is after he does his whole bit about like, "Oh, I've been thinking," you know, and he talks to LeFou about what he wants to do by taking Belle's father as yeah, leverage yeah. to get him. And he's like. They st- the whole bar starts to sing. No one plots like Gaston, takes cheap shots like Gaston, plans to persecute harmless crackpots like Gaston. Mm-hmm. It's like, this is getting really specific. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, That's just what he said he was going <laughs> to do. <laughs> yeah. Is that Bell's dad? Yeah. 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 Harmless crackpots. Maurice. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Who are, who, who are uh, the winners? That's one three. That was Patrick's, Patrick's number three, three is Beauty and the Beast. My number three, uh, Aladdin. Up high. Yeah. Up high, dug it. Um, yeah, Robin Williams made it. One of his best performances happened to be one where you, we don't get to see his face, but we feel him all over that thing. And he just, I mean, he just took over. Um, yeah, just, uh, you know, musically. I mean, we've hit on everything, like, with it. Uh, they must have had such a miserable time. I mean, fun and miserable time animating that. Uh-huh. It seemed, surely, I mean, uh, he's famous for ad-libbing and stuff, and there's all this B-roll of him... Just doing every take a million different ways. They must yeah. like, oh, that God. poor kid uh-huh. from Full House is going, oh, yeah. oh wait. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Should, no. Yeah. Uh, Genie? Yeah. 
but yeah, yeah, big fan of an Al- Aladdin. And I like I remember the like the poster for it was just like if you had three wishes, what would you wish for? And it was like a kid to like look at that and you see this out of focus lamp and it was just it would seem yeah. like anything was possible. Like don't get too excited cuz he barely wishes for any freaking yeah. thing. Yeah, right. But it was just really fun too. I mean, just like kind of the opening with like a decrepit old man like trying you don't know it's Jafar, he takes him like and he's just sending people to their deaths just to try and get this lamp. Don't touch anything. And people are like, mm, okay. That was great. And the CG Cave so of Wonders cool. at the time yeah. was yeah. like, whoa. It's pretty great. Look great. I, I, have a, I have a theory about Aladdin. Here we go. <laughs> that just came to me, actually. What is it? You know how a lot of these, these kids' movies growing up, like Home Alone and Blank Check or Rookie of the Year or whatever, it's mostly kids, kids like getting by on their street smarts and and beating adults because kids are better. Do you yeah, think kids that, rule? Kids rule. Yeah, you know that whole paradigm. It's like you relate to the kids, and the adults make fools of themselves, and the kid wins mm-hmm. or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I feel like Aladdin is the closest of these films to that paradigm because kids see themselves as Aladdin, the street mm-hmm. rat getting by, mm-hmm. making his way through the streets and evading the authorities. And, you know, the he's living the on his wits. Palace mm-hmm. guards are the adults in that mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. So I feel like maybe that's why it's like such a fun, like that whole street ride number yeah. is like, oh yeah, that's great. That's I really, like I wish I could do that. Yeah. I didn't. No. I was no. like, oh, he's bad. He's naughty. He's bad. <laughs> he's naughty. He's stealing. Not he good. is not husband he material. He only steals what, you know, only what he needs. to live. And then he gives it to orphans. Yeah. Uh, even the monkey, monkey reluctantly agrees. Uh-huh. <laughs> Who sounds like Donald Duck for some reason. Yeah. All right, Burrs. First. Read them and weave. What do you have at number three? Tarzan. There you go. That's really high. A lot of faces got made in the crowd. It's a really good movie. So you were 10 when that came out, right? Is Tarzan 99? Yeah. That's depending on when it came out. I was probably nine. That's a good old age for Tarzan. Tarzan <laughs> is good. like, what? I don't. Did what you like the songs? Like Did you really like the songs at the time? I really liked the songs. I really liked the family stuff like how they took him in his family it's such a good adoption story how his family died <laughs> the gorillas yeah oh, okay he like he like really and like the Except dad doesn't the really p- approve but he really wants his dad's approval it's like such a good wasn't it better when jungle book did it no oh okay, there you go absolutely not moat man cub absolutely and it was not. also like a wasn't it like a nature preservation <laughs> type of movie I don't know. Was that thread in there? It was Fern Gully? I mean, uh, they all have the whole gully. thing like, oh, people don't understand the jungle. And yeah, then they're they, like, leave the gorillas alone. Then at the yeah, end, the guy's like Jane hunting. and the dad, the goofy professor that's a foot tall for some reason, they yeah. both decide <laughs> to stay in the jungle avatar style. Yeah. yeah. He's Back to him. Avatar, am I right, Liam? Oh, you avatar. preach it. That's all right. it. Number three. Heather, number three. what do you have at number three? I'm going to be mocked for this, but I have Pocahontas at three. That's super hot. It's good. I it's think good. it was beautiful. I feel like she's my favorite princess. Next. Oh, hold on. I'm not oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I liked how, I don't know, there was a waterfall in there. It was outdoorsy. Yeah, <laughs> Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I really loved um, Colors of the Wind. That's a good song. It's a good song. I w- I'm going to watch that. Pocahontas tomorrow. Is it streaming anywhere? Can I watch it with That's Patrick. Yeah. He, did you have to stream Pocahontas? To yeah, it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Oh, nice. Okay, I'm going to watch it. Yeah. And it's great. The waterfall is great. <laughs> she does that perfect dive. Yeah. yeah. She, she's amazing. She tumbles <laughs> down. a lot about her hair. Pocahontas is bay. 
Mm-hmm. Bay. All right, Tyler, what do you have at number three? <laughs> What's your... Th- Aladdin. That a boy. Do you Good have anything job. new to add to all the things we've already No. Played? Robin Williams, uh, Street Rat, um, Jafar. Jafar. Cobra. Cave of uh, Wonders. Cobra. Yeah, the Cobra. Y'all already mentioned the Cobra. That was cool. I, I, feel, I feel like the aesthetics in each of these movies are very unique from each other. Yeah, they're markedly different. And Aladdin's aesthetics are great. Yeah. Like the whole Sahara... A lot of blues, uh, tans. Sahara's blacks, not right, is it? Yeah. Where's yeah. the Where's the no. Middle East? <laughs> wow, the Sahara Toxic. goes across. Yeah, <laughs> they, across. This is where, des- desert-like. Where, where's Aqaba? Yeah, but where's that? Our best guess is it going to be Saudi Arabia? Saudi Arabia? Yeah, that's not the Sahara. It's Arabian Nights. Yeah. Arabian right. Nights. Um, geographically less informed. Yeah, that that whole. Ge- geography aesthetic is great wherever it is. Yeah, it was Matt. It was consistent with the mm-hmm. vibe. They put out a vibe just like Hercules, we were saying. Yeah, so really yeah. good vibe. That's it. All uh, that was awesome. You can say that about almost all these movies that they mm-hmm. they are tonally different and aesthetically specific mm-hmm. yeah. based on setting, yeah. surrounding well, era, which is nice. Yeah, you can, I feel like you can you can identify if you pay attention enough to some Disney films where they borrow from each other, but I feel like a lot of these in the Renaissance era were very unique and original films. Yeah, uh, even a movie like Milan, <clears throat> which most of us didn't care a ton about, certainly had its... I- you see a frame of it, and you're like, it's Milan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The visual we, quality totally. There's something special, too, with uh, the culture that it's representing. Like, it does have kind of an, a very Asian kind of feel to it. You take Hercules, it looks like the pottery of, yeah. Yeah. of ancient Greece. And Disney's always been good at that. Yeah, yeah it's... It's a neat nod. Immersive. Yeah. yeah, you know, songs yeah. like, We are Siamese, if you please. Right. Um, really <laughs> good no representing good. other cultures. Uh, I saw Aladdin in theaters, <laughs> and I owned it on VHS. And I owned a copy where if you turn it up real loud, you could hear Aladdin whisper about taking off your clothes. Yeah. So that was cool. Such as. Such Any thoughts on that? Do you remember that? I do remember that. Here. When the animators used to put subliminal things because they were being misrepresented or underpaid or, right? Oh, I don't know why. They, why did they do? Yeah, because they because they did Lion King. They did in uh, Little Mermaid. Uh, Little Mermaid. There's a frame of pornography, Fight Club style, spliced into the original Rescuers movie. Oh, as really? The, yeah, as they're flying by uh, houses in New Orleans, some an animator cut out a, a, a naked woman and put her in the window of one of the things. So it was a single frame, but really, yeah. Even back then, okay. even back I just then, thought it was part of the Renaissance. They were doing that. If Josiah was here, he would tell you that only some of those are real and the others. I think that he, oh, geez, he's going to be mad. I think that he thinks that the Aladdin thing is made up. No, he I th- heard it. And that the, uh, I mean, I don't know. We I heard, heard something. It, he thinks that it's something else. And he thinks that the, I think the sex thing in Lion King, he thinks is actually SFX. It was like the special effects team putting their signature in there. And then other things like the little Mer- the boner and the little mermaid are undeniable. The whole priest and his it's gone though, and the Blu-ray thing yeah. is gone, mm. yeah. which is a real shame. Yeah, since you know? <laughs> Disney, man, Disney is cleaning their act up. Did you hear what they the re- revision they made to Toy Story two? What no, no. the uh, the the Blu-rays, the re-release Blu-ray or whatever it is, uh, they cut out one of the blooper reel gags at the very end. Really? Where where um, the prospector is in the box with the Barbies, saying he can get them auditions if they. Oh yikes! Yeah. Well, it, because that hasn't aged well. No, it hasn't. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. So yeah, Disney's going back and they're eliminating Revisionist. all that stuff. Who knew? 
Oh, they they better have a big old eraser. They better get like right on erasing entire sequences of Peter Pan and Dumbo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Well, all right. Where What's are we? Your at? Number two. Oh, my number two. Oh, wait, number three. two or three? Three. 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 My number three is the Little Mermaid. Hmm. Yeah. There you go. Um, uh, part a huge part of it is like. Wait, I wait said, we didn't get Heather's disapproval on on. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Heather. I'm just really disappointed. Can you say why? Just because she's garbage. <laughs> well, I didn't she feel that way as a six-year-old. Really? You didn't feel mm. like, oh, this girl is giving up her identity to be with this guy? I can certainly track with those ideas now. But I think that, you know, the depiction of Ariel that I see as an, a, an adult is that she's depicted as markedly foolish. She's yeah. like kind of like a bright-eyed and excited about everything and she's obsessed with something she doesn't fully understand she wants to marry a stranger which we now know is a stupid thing to want to do and she's upset the only thing that is a little bit more sensible is that like she less to do with the fact that she doesn't want to be a, a mermaid and more to do with the like, oh, she's just always been very fascinated with a world that she can't get to. A lot yeah, of she was obsessed with she's being adventurous. A, she was obsessed with being human before she saw the dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah she liked the she liked the dude. But yeah, but that there's a whole world. It's almost, I mean, like depicted as something like she wants to travel. She wants to get out there and see the world. She and her know. dad's trying to. I think he's a, he's the oppressor. He's trying to keep her locked in so she can't see the world. Yeah, and she wants be free. Yeah, and that lobster. Somebody's got to nail that girl's fins to the floor. Well, he's a crab. I mean, let's be a little bit more yeah, respectful to crustaceans. Touche. Um, and when she rides around in the, you know, where are they? Where are they supposed to be? Underwater. No, I mean like what's in uh, Greece. Bahamas. You think they're in Greece? Where's they like? I don't she know. She rides Jamaica, around. Maybe? She rides around no. that city square. Scandinavia. Okay, Caribbean is a good idea. Maybe he's like a colonizer. She rides around maybe. the city with Eric. And right. she's like, you know, just absolutely over the moon with everything. St. Bart's. That's what I see. Mm. I don't know the songs are really good the songs are it's like a, I think that was the first musical that I remember seeing and liking and remember like remembering hooks from the, song, the even songs even though they're are great um, mm. super hyper theatrical and musical like mm-hmm. I liked the I, I thought that Ursula as an over the like a hyperbolic evil character was interesting mm. and I remember being scared and I liked it you know like the idea of that she was turning that garden that she had was horrifying mm-hmm. right yeah. souls yeah souls. and I, that was one of the first experiences I remember being like that's scary but I want to I want to be scared of it you know what yeah, I mean? yeah she like, was great and the eels the eels, eels. were scary yeah Lots and then it was it was actually kicks. really gut-wrenching to me when there's a brief uh, run of events where King Triton is turned into one of those things mm-hmm. yeah. to save Ariel sad, and yeah. his little crown falls around him mm-hmm. and everything they jaw so for yeah to if, watch it now if it, it weren't for the devastatingly <laughs> detrimental themes for children it's a great movie it uh, actually plays as a narrative still pretty entertaining to, uh, the pacing of it is really upbeat yeah mm-hmm. and the songs do we mention the songs, the songs are great. part yeah. of your world kiss the girl that's, that's great. Girl, great yeah Great. All, all the songs are but they, it needs to be watched responsibly you know i like the villain song <laughs> most people don't usually like the villain songs i like the villain song in little mermaid yeah mm-hmm. you know the uh, uh you poor unfortunate, poor unfortunate soul. souls yeah. she's got those cool moray eel sidekicks i like little mermaid so i'll put it at number three yeah. unapologetically 
Don't care what yeah. y'all think. Yeah. Super cool. It's me watching it, not my kids. But my yeah. kids I, do watch yeah, it. Yeah, and I do watch it with my kids. I like it. And I'm like, you be like this. <laughs> 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 but when I say that, I'm talking about King Triton because he was a man of I have morals and principles. Right. Mm-hmm. Strict regulation. And buff. And that's what I'm really talking Huge. about. Be ripped. Uh-huh. Yeah, Look at that buff. beard. Jacked. Mm. Jacked Gandalf. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 Yoked. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick, what do you have at number two? Little Mermaid is uh, number two. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I love that movie. I think it's great. You're not, yeah. not going to like my Heather's name. really upset. She can't. She's got nothing. I have a number two too. Yeah. Oh gosh. It go. is, it's else? got some great yeah. songs. <laughs> we like it. Yeah. Uh, we like it. I really like the like. Themes. I like the oh. <laughs> the things that they're teaching children. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What about Kira Knightley? Huh? Did you learn anything? Yeah, that's from her? fine. That, yeah. She's she washed up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know yeah. what's great? The sequence when uh, the chef, the stupid chef, is chasing Sebastian around that the kitchen. That was a riot. That it. had the theater rolling. rolling. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every that's, that's every quality. scene in that movie is good. Mm-hmm. Every scene and every principle. <laughs> yeah, How every did concept. she get Eric's statue back to her little hut? She didn't. Flounder did. Yeah, how did even he more do that? Yeah. Flounder's great. I forgot about great. Flounder. They must have been somewhere with great white sharks because that mm-hmm. was chasing them around. If mm-hmm. we're trying to figure out geographically where they were at. Mm-hmm. So not yeah. Scandinavia? Not Scandinavia. I they don't, don't like know if Disney was actually being like, well, we can't put a great white in there. <laughs> they were thinking like years from now we're going to make this movie called Frozen and... Because the the other frozen theory is the boat. Yeah, the boat is, is the boat. Is the boat from the frozen? The boat is the boat. Really? <laughs> so every boat sinking is from frozen now? Yeah. It would make sense. The boat is the boat. Tarzan's parents jumped off, the boat sunk down, mermaids swung A dingle hopper. Mm-hmm. A dingle, a snarf flat. It's funny. Yeah. Uh, my number two, also the little mermaid. Yeah. Right wow. That, mermaid. That's right. Again, right. it's just you and I. It went the whole a few. Room. It went a few spots down when they took out the butter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just a little bit. You know, I'm a purist, so. Um, but yeah, again, in addition to everything that that we've said, like I just remember when it opened up to that uh, to the boat, the ship on the water. It looked remarkable, and where all the, they're like singing and dancing on top of that. Yeah, on it there, just, just epically impressive and just like grabs you on those first few frames uh, I wanted to know more about it and uh, never looked back Ursula harkens back to Disney's really scary villains from sleep you know Sleeping Beauty and uh, the um, the witch from uh, Snow White and Seven Dwarves like yeah this totally. is a very eerie even color palette is yeah, yeah. just absolutely dark and you're like like there's fear. There's this is someone to be not to be reckoned with, um, and yet you know we tend to bargain with the devil to get to make know, foolish decisions, Heather. Mm-hmm. Foolish you decisions. Know. Eric was very handsome. <laughs> <laughs> I remember loving him. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh wow. He was very handsome. You know, mm-hmm. while the way they drew him, mm-hmm. he, his hair was just perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Remember that beautiful. joke in Friends about like while they're asking Chandler why he didn't cry at Bambi. Like, you didn't cry at Bambi. He's like, when the mom died, he's like, yes, it was very sad when the man stopped drawing the deer. <laughs> 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 uh, mm-hmm. All right. Well, hey, you know what? Something we hadn't commented on The Little Mermaid, which is still to this day, I see animated things and even feature mo- feature 
films that live action films that take place underwater. The Little Mermaid took its underwater mechanics pretty seriously. Aside from the mm-hmm. talking, they just like what whatever. They're just going to talk in that right. Stuff. But well, they're they, they're mermaids. So they've got to be able. To yeah, maybe it's uh-huh. translating it for us or something. Yeah. But the the way that the light rippled underwater mm-hmm. and the way that they the I hair know, the hair and stuff yeah would move. I don't know how they did they applied almost like this level of like a, a fa or um, ripple this ripple of blur mm-hmm. that yeah. felt like you were actually seeing water move around the but there were bubbles mm-hmm. that must have been really annoying to draw those bubbles yeah, mm-hmm. yeah man you guys seen Aquaman. <laughs> no. Lots of bubbles. I almost watched it on an airplane, but I just didn't want to waste my time with it. <laughs> so he stared at the back of the seat. Yeah, I'll watch nothing instead. That's right. David Putty does it all the time. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm good. <laughs> so while Ariel is certainly just not making the best decisions for her life, at least Little Mermaid does empower one of the scariest villains, which happens to be a woman. Yeah. So let's give yeah, them credit there. That yeah, but she's evil kind of monster <laughs> that wants to <laughs> yeah. kill and oppress let's people. Let's give them credit. She was horrifying. She was mm-hmm. horrifying. And, yeah, she r- was and the voice acting her mm-hmm. uh, was really excellent. I liked it. Yeah. Very over well, the th- top and body language. And body language. True. But yeah, and can I if I can align with Ariel, like <laughs> in my you? like in my youth, like I would have like I would have like forfeit like tons of stuff just to kind of get the girl that I wanted. Like at a, there, there was a, a time where I was just adolescent like, thing. Yeah, yeah. I like. Th- I think that's that's all right. I mean, I I could drive across the country to be with a girl, or I'd you know I'd go cr- like to Europe if you know there's a chance I could bump into her if I knew she's going to be there. Like, I would do things. Uh, would I you know? S- would you give up so your voice? Would I give up my legs for and things? leave your family? Probably not. Possibly. Like, to be fair, we you know Ariel I still get to see him in her naivete and in her emotionally vulnerable state after having this big fight with her dad and feeling like her best friend's betrayed her. So she's like, I'm going to act out. I'm going to go talk to the sea witch. And then she's like, okay, listen, you got to do this, but you're totally going to get it all done. And then you get it back. She you was know? deceived so she, by a monster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to give her that, Heather. Here's the other thing, though. Here's, nothing. here's a bigger problem than the toxic stuff you guys are complaining about. And I'll align with you on this, if you will align with me on this. We'll Let's see. get an alliance going. Okay. Uh, so eventually the sea witch is like, oh, this is not going the way I thought it would. Maybe I should just go up there. So she becomes a beautiful woman that almost looks identical to Ariel, but a brunette. And she uses Ariel's voice. But then when she gets there, she just hypnotizes him. I'm like, if you could have done that, <laughs> why do you need to be this woman? Why do you need to be there at all? Why do you need Ariel's voice? She immediately. <laughs> why does she go there as Ursula and just hypnotize? She goes into a trance. He goes mm-hmm. into a trance and he's like, yes, I will marry you. Doesn't yeah. make any sense. Why That's the biggest problem. No, why doesn't she just stay as a uh, fake Ariel instead of the monster? Even underwater. I know. She should. Because she, she's proud of who she is. How about is. when she com- becomes the Ursula thing? On the ship, like after, and she's that like, That was so scary. Like, the yeah, tentacles like, just crawl out of her. You're like, Yeah, Ooh. yeah and then she's like dragging her torso around like Frank from Hellraiser. It yeah. Was, yeah, it was really scary. It's, Frank. That's scary. It's good. What yeah, we love it. Show. We love it. Sure, that, that, that's weird. Ursula. <laughs> Ursula's got to get her strategy better. And she's plotting. She, evil did, it. she did what she could. But Can't that seagull was great, huh? Yeah, yeah, he's funny. Yeah, he thought he knew about the man's world. He's, he's stu- but it, I it say seems man's like world because this him. is definitely what this movie's portraying. <laughs> man's world, yeah, yeah, probably accurately at the time. Yep. Not anymore. Great, Little Mermaid, not, not number two, all. but great movie. Heather. Oh, 
Do we even need to ask Little Mermaid, right? No. Um, the anti-Ariel is Belle. So I did Beauty and the Beast. Why do you think she's the anti-Ariel? Tell us She more. was not a victim in her own story. She was smart she liked to read i don't know i just liked her as a she is smart yeah she liked to yeah, read i liked that about her um just that she was different from the others that i saw as a kid mm-hmm. and i just felt like it's refreshing to see like a bestiality narrative no but he what he didn't start out as a as the beast did he what didn't he did to he? her he sure That's did true she didn't fall in love with you can't help who you fall the in love beast with. dog thing yeah she did <laughs> she did yeah. because he couldn't turn back human unless she loved him Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. well, she loved the beast. Mm-hmm. She cut it's his hair and story. stuff. It was like Shape of Water. It's basically Shape of Water. Yeah, it's a great mm-hmm. story too. That's fine. He was eating from that bowl all sloppy. Mm-hmm. It's a great movie. Okay, that that I know that's why that I put song. It's it <laughs> really good. Which one? The one about then? Then there's something that there wasn't there before. Yeah. So <laughs> <good>. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't shut her at my paw. <laughs> what she should have. Yeah, she should have. She's crazy. That house made her crazy. It's good. How come when they put her in the kit, ca- they put uh, the dad, Maurice, in the carriage and they're like, take him to the village. And then it comes to life like a spider and it's making like insect noises. And we're like, oh, God, well, who was that? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. that was the chauffeur. <laughs> Poor guy. Was everything, did everything used to be a person? It sucks they all got cursed just because that guy was a jerk. But did you see the the live action of that? Because it was real good. I didn't actually. It was really good. Was it uh, in a similar, cut from a similar cloth of like, what if this was just with people in it? Yeah, it was a little bit different though. And it had a little backstory on her family. No. Emma Watson, was that who was? She refused to wear a girdle. So they put a little of that in there. Nice. I could not, uh, I mean, this is not why I didn't see it. I just didn't get around to it. But man, every time I saw the trailers, I just was baffled by how bad the beast looked. I was like, yeah. that's seriously stupid. It's not that bad. Yeah, it's not that great, though. Abby's saying it's not that bad, but she's also the one person on planet Earth that did not uh, recoil at the sight of the cats trailer. I just, I don't know. She said, what, what else it? is it going to look like? <laughs> Well, anything what does yeah, yeah. alright <laughs> number two number two uh, my number two is rescuers down under right freaking on me too that's lame that's no totally it's not stupid. no it's that's great the, the I'm I'm glad that they made it in the original style the Don Bluth style yeah it had to yeah. be consistent even though Don Bluth wasn't a part of this gosh rescuers down under mm. I remember I had that at number 10 yeah, it was a long time ago okay. for you. Wow. But I thought it was great. I I don't remember seeing that in theaters, but I remember loving the Rescuers, first Rescuers movie, and I remember loving all of Don Bluth's other movies. So there's something special about just that visual uniqueness, that illustration style, animation style. True. But I just thought the Rescuer movies were great. The The mice wear hats. Yeah. They did. You know? That's right. They accessorized like, really well. That yeah. Like, it's those... It's those types of films where it's like these little tiny animals have their own sub world happening so all fun around to explore. us. Yeah, yeah. It's like an, they built out that world really well. Yeah. The opening sequence after you meet the little boy, when we finally cut back to the rescuers, it starts with this almost Rube Goldberg level sequence of, you see a pea getting picked up off of a restaurant floor, mm-hmm. taken in by these bugs who are making, using it to make pea soup to facilitate patrons at a rat restaurant mm-hmm. up in the chandelier. And he was like, oh, this is so much great. fun. Yeah. yeah. 
yeah and all of that style holds a lot of nostalgia for me so it's it's you know we got that huge bump for i me. agree i put it at number two as well it's the only film in this wow. list that's not a musical mm. yeah. that's true yeah, yeah. Uh, good to point to me rescuers down under is a wildly imaginative not that these other movies don't have a lot of originality to them but the premise uh, to explain it to someone it's it starts to sound a little more sophisticated than some of these others a lot of these operate on very simple and good fairy tale premises formulas mm-hmm. yeah yeah but uh, rescuers mm-hmm. down under is like well there's a secret society of small animals that help rescue children in distress which mm-hmm. is obviously built out in the first film but then the the idea is like we're going to set this one in the Australian outback, which is such a great setting for an animated movie because there's such a rich like wildlife to explore there. Um, I like the I thought the the villain the poacher villain is an easy villain but a cool one. Yeah, very cool. The uh, his sidekick, the monitor lizard Joanna, is one of my favorite characters in yeah. the Disney movie. Scary, especially yeah. for tiny mice. It was great. Yeah, hmm. I I I I feel like. It's certainly a lot darker than most Disney films. So I, I always thought it was separate. I don't know why. I associated it more with Don Bluth than with Disney for a long yeah, time. Yeah, it feels a lot. It's the unique movie <clears throat> in this list. Yeah. Um, <laughs> although, like, you can make an argument that, like, these tiny little characters coming to the rescue of main characters, like Cinderella especially, where they come in and they, like, kind of save her from her situation so that a dude can save her <laughs> later. Right. Ooh, yikes. Um, Touchy. But <laughs> this idea of, of um, people, I guess I can say kids, because what, Cinderella was probably only like 16 or something. Yeah, um, 15 and a half. Yeah. I, this this concept of kids um, needing needing someone to save them, and they just, they, they Disney always does that with tiny creatures. and that, But also this thought of like, kids see this world that we don't, and they, kids in captivity as well like they have this like secret little you know relationship with the creatures or yeah, whatever how come it's like can it's a great only the kid can talk to these animals yeah he's in there great talking to imaginative them. like we can leave little kids depending on something even smaller than them to save them from a big scary villain it's like that is the quintessential childhood oh, film that you can really get behind and root for Number two. That's yeah. why it's at number two. Stupids. You're making a good case for it. Maybe I'll have to revisit it. Move it Chalk up. Chalk it up a little bit. Where is it? Is it available? Netflix? What we got? Nothing? I, I have to wait until they open the vault again. You want to borrow a Blu-ray? I got one. Just put on Can an American Tale. Blu-ray player too? Nope. Then Five Goes West. Okay. What? What? Wait. You don't have a Blu-ray player or a television in your house? Nah, she's a sweet iMac. That's, you hate movies. Oh, man. It's 27 inches. He, sometimes he projects them on the wall. Okay. Yeah, you like them a little more when you do that, I guess. Yeah. All right. Blu-ray. Patrick, what is your favorite <gasps> Disney Renaissance era movie? I think I can predict what we're all about to say. Obviously, it's Lion King, right? That's the best one. Yeah. Yeah. It I have is. Lion King at number, number one. one is Lion King. Wow. It's just <clears throat> whoa. It's just like the best one. It's incredible. All the actors are great. The songs are the best by far. The story by is far. the best by far. By far. The Jafar. The aesthetics. The scenes. It's just, it's the best it's one. It's great. It's vivid. Yeah. Uh-huh. Who else has Lion King at number one? I do. Yeah, I have it at number one. I do. Heather so does. Heather. Right on. Who's my number four? Yeah, we remember. Me and Abby got that one. You know, it's uh, from the opening moments of Lion King, the the whole circle of life, which opens in like a, a Zulu language, the, the, the lyrics that no one knows, it's but we all well, sing. Well, Swahili. 
I think. Uh, I mean, I looked Swahili. it up. That's what it said. Hakuna Matata is Swahili. Yeah, it yeah. from yeah. the that a whole sequence of like are these animals on their way to some thing. It really feels like oh they've gotten way better. You when you first see the uh-huh. frame first frames of animation, you're like oh it looks way better than it ever yeah. has. Mm-hmm. And the there's this weird they're almost like showing off like look what we can do now. There's this great shot of like the leaf cutter ants on a branch with I think like zebras passing by underneath and they do a uh, yeah. like a crankshaft depth of field from the, the ants focus. to the yeah. zebra and you're like oh it's like a real movie what mm-hmm. the heck are we doing this is the so bizarre real too mm-hmm. yeah they did yeah, and then like cool. the you know like building out like Liam was saying a kind of subculture from an underrepresented geographical location of like oh this is what it would look functioning society of <laughs> Lion, and basing it on the, this whole idea that the lion is king of the the animal kingdom, mm-hmm. James Earl Jones and JTT, mm-hmm. all of it was great. Oh, Heather's <laughs> heart skipped a beat at the mere mention of I JTT. I love JTT, and that's one of the reasons why it's at number one for me. Because and James Earl Jones, I just I don't know, I like the Jeremy Irons. Yeah. Did you also oh, have, such a did good you also guy. have a crush on James Earl Jones as a kid? Don't be ridiculous. J E J. J E J, the songs are great. Who can argue with the those songs, songs? The songs are by far the best of all the songs in that era, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's talk. Which which Lion King song is your favorite Lion? No, King let's song? say Patrick. let's. We have to we have to argue it this way. Which Lion King song is the worst? I just can't wait to be king. No. Oh man. Uh, this is hard to pick. The Scar song. No, that's no, my Scar favorite. song is great. Be prepared is my favorite no. Lion King song. Be prepared. It's so ominous, and my, when they have the, the hyenas as Nazis, <laughs> that's great. It seems a little extreme because the, uh, the lions are just kind of goofy. <laughs> They're not really Nazis. Maybe Scar, you know. Mm. That's right. cool, and it start. It keeps you building with all that like uh, all yeah. like tribal rhythms with the. Oh yeah. You know, as a kid, I didn't. Jeremy Irons. Jeremy Irons is great. As, as a kid, Scar? I didn't understand what was happening. Can imagine, you know, kids. And uh, well, so Scar took over and Simba goes away. And when he comes back, it's like a wasteland. And I was mm-hmm, like, right. what did Scar do? Does he like. They say they say something about how, how the. He hyenas. let them eat too much. I know. Yeah. I know. I got I get they it. They actually over explain uh-huh. it in the live. A- in yeah. The really? quote, quote, well, I haven't quote, seen the live action, action one, but. At the time, I was just like, man, he's just not watering. Yeah. It <laughs> just looks water. terrible, man. He forgot to turn on the spring. Well, yeah, well I, so. that, I think it, part of it, wasn't it kind of insinuated that part of it was the land was cursed too because once the once Simba took back Pride Rock, then the rains finally came? No, it was just under better management. So and how? Because <laughs> he made a deal that the lions had to help him get the throne or the hyenas had to help him get the throne and that if they did, that they would get to eat whatever they want. What does that have to do with the rain? Because even the... The, the rain creek? was symbolic of just cleansing. Yeah. No, Fire because everything rain. everything was wasted away, but even the, the waterways were dry. Yeah, they drank up all that water, man. They were drinking all the water. Hyenas drank all of the water from the source. Have you ever seen Whoopi Goldberg? Yeah. On Hollywood Squares, <laughs> always drinking water. Mm-hmm. Yes. There's nuts. Yeah. Cactus uh, butt. Burglar. <laughs> Jumping Jack. Flash. Yeah, that movie's great. Elton John. See, yeah. that's the thing. Elton, and Elton John, uh, d- distinct from Phil Collins, who just wrote radio pop songs. Mm-hmm. Elton John, in his music, lends itself to more theatricality in any way, but he wrote like musicals numbers. Right. right. And they really fit in the. Can You Feel the Love Tonight is the best. Of those songs? No, yes. I would say that's the weakest. It's a great one. What? 
Well, one Circle of them has to be the, the weakest. One. Circle of Life. Circle what? of Life is the best. Circle of Life is more of a theme than it is an actual song. But there is then a like it is a, Then it is a musical it's in the sense. If it's more like of a lifestyle, if you ask me. Circle of um, Life is great about because it. it's got that great intro with all the animals coming to Pride Rock. And then it does that amazing title card end to the yeah. That's great. That title card. You know, Kuna Matata really spoke to me. I was like, man, I want to be like these guys and not be bothered by anything. Yeah, that's that's where JTT. Five minutes after you just watched your father die, you have to get up and sing. You gotta like bottom out hard. Man, you need something. You need something. I think it's toxic. We shouldn't be showing our kids that. He needs to learn how to grieve. Yeah, he did later in the water. And he's also seen his dad. Remember how we had a whole bit in our Good Dinosaur episode where we, you know, rightly compared Lion King themes and motifs uh-huh. to themes in the Good Dinosaur? I was behind a wall recently where I heard people on the other side of the wall complaining about the Good Dinosaur, and they were saying, uh, they were like, it was, l- it was like the Lion King, but it kind of made it out to be like the di- it was the dinosaur's fault. So I grabbed my kids and ran out of the theater. What? Yeah, and I was like, well, it kind of was. Kind of was his fault, and in, in mm, a yeah. certain sense, flee, flee. Cool. Uh, Jeremy Irons is great. The weird thing about the live action uh, Lion King is that they re they recast James Earl Jones as James Earl Jones. Obviously, you're like, who's he, gonna he, be this? No guy? one else could be Mufasa. But then you have all these other voices that are like, uh, t- to Nathan me, Lane, uh, iconic, Rowan or uh, the Rowan freaking, Atkinson. Yeah, him as Zazu. That him not being Zazu was painful to me. Is yeah. he alive? Yeah, of course he's alive. He's oh. Mr. Bean? Yeah. He oh, he's alive die. and well. He seems you like he would should be, be dead. The whole world would be in mourning if no. he was dead. Let me tell you what the live action Lion King is. A better Lion King. Oh, boy. I haven't seen the new Lion King yet. So let's either. take it easy. Don't spoil the ending. Let me tell you why. Because it's the same exact thing, but it looks better. Because it looks like real freaking lions. I couldn't disagree harder than this. And let me tell you another we'll thing. Let's save it for the other podcast. That's fine. But when we left, I just want to say there was a different Abby in the car. We were both <laughs> saying that was not great. No, I said, I feel g- glad for the kids that are going to grow up like tiny little babies that are going to, this is the first Lion King they're going to see because they're going to get a better Lion King. Watching real Because it's the same one. It just looks better. But they're just different mediums. The, yeah. The, you, there's no comparing the vibrant animation the 2d cell animation of the original movie with like now we can make photo realistic well, yeah. yeah but but think of that the musical number i just can't wait to be king did they get all those animals to stack <laughs> up on top of you'll each never other? know until you see you gotta <laughs> so go sing it on those giraffes <laughs> yeah, yeah that was a great moment it's good mm-hmm. it's a good one so right. Lion King, number one. You didn't Easy. even ask what our number one was. Oh, we're there right. now. That's the way oh. start time. Right. What did you have at number Mine's beating the beast. All right. For, <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> what right. major? In, <laughs> in 1992, the this picture, my number one for this Renaissance era, uh, went up against JFK, Bugsy, the Prince of Tides, and Lost to the silence of the lambs to be the first animated film to be nominated for best picture beauty and the beast hey both of you guys. was number one absolutely uh what they achieved I didn't disney beauty achieved cinematically was absolutely breathtaking for the time blew me away as you know just a, a budding moviegoer of avid intent cinephile hopeful uh 
I tell you, just, I mean, from watching Josh, you mentioned that ballroom scene. Like you see that it's just how are they doing this? Um, taking those shots and uh, without saying too much of what's already been said, the from, from the music to just like falling in love with Belle from the get go, just seeing this this smart, independent girl just going around and making everything brighter wherever she goes. Uh, and, I think you know, he has a crush on wow. Belle. I totally have a crush on it. Absolutely, Belle. Me too. She's I mean, my guitar bell. Like, I was just like, it was that like nuts. Um, but uh, oh. but yeah, and just to have you know the beast, you know, watching that arc come to fruition, and like we talked about Gaston, uh, yeah, Gaston, mm-hmm. uh, and I mean we already done the songs with him, but uh, watching that, you know, just watch him turn into the mon- to the actual beast, the monster that that he was. Mm-hmm. Come out and fight, beasts and. Man. I mean, he's, he's very manly. Um, uh, who is that uh, Rocky and Bullwinkle character? You sounded that's that's who he sounded like. Uh, anyone? Uh, Taz. Um, Rocky. Did you just Rocky? say Taz. Bullwinkle? <laughs> no. uh, anyway, Taz but yeah, I just Bell? I just got to say, Beauty and the Beast, like hands down, uh, number one, uh, just for what it achieved at the time, and like it just hit a zenith for me at that point. That's true. Wow. Abby, wow, how come you liked it so much? A lot of those same reasons. Uh, Great. I like... When did you see it? Because you must have been very small when it was new. Did you just remember it being around when you were What year up? did it come out? I might have seen 92, it 92, you said, Liam? Uh, so it came out in 91, but 91. it was up for the 92 Oscars. Yeah, for sure didn't see that when I was one. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, yeah, it must have just been... We must have had the VHS. We watched it all the time. All the time. Uh you liked did, did you watch. like Belle the way you liked Pocahontas? Yeah. Maybe you wanted to read books and stuff? Obviously more so, so yeah. I liked that she was rebellious and to or like to the culture, but loyal to her family. Yeah. But well, she wasn't mm, a, a jerk co- to the culture either necessarily. Dad a little yeah. Bit. yeah. That's sweet though. I feel like a lot of these other Disney princesses were so disrespectful of parents. No, Which yeah. is she probably her dad. She was the only person that rooted for her cookie dad. Mm-hmm. Harmless crackpot. Yeah. <laughs> so good. <laughs> In the song. Heather, what's Lion your... King, King. Oh, you had Lion JTT. King at number one. Yeah. JTT. Who can argue with JTT? Uh, yes, uh, JTT. So let's go out answering this question. There's a lot been said, and I'm sure everyone listening to it's mad about somebody's list. Uh, is Disney is like... You know, reaching back to mine their pre-existent filmography for quote-unquote new ideas. How do you feel about the future? They're obviously just going to keep doing them until they run out or they stop making money, which is very unlikely. Uh Is it more promising to you for them to do like a Maleficent or a Pete's Dragon and to take old material and turn it in a new direction? Or is it kind of interesting to see them do like an Aladdin and Lion King and be like, nope, here's the same story, but with a different visual aesthetic? What do you think? I'm really excited to see The Little Mermaid, the new Little Mermaid. Hmm. I think it'll be really good. Yeah, that's a, that sounds really interesting because it could be, it's going to be have to be a lot different and we know some of the casting, so that sounds cool. But, I like the idea of it being different because I really like the Jungle Book. Mm-hmm. That was great. That was and one that of the wasn't best. anything really like the hmm, yeah the original. But one. The, what I love about the Jungle Book is the songs because it's a great it's a great original. Yeah. yeah, 
and they cut so many out of uh, they're cutting songs out of these remakes that's kind of losing it for me what was interesting about that since they hadn't done as many at the point or that that might have been the first one that i saw um wait which one the jungle book okay i wasn't expecting there to be any connection i thought that they were just you know like we own this name and it's it's we have source material let's just do it again and and there surely there'd be like some references and stuff so I was kind of surprised to hear them do any songs at all. And I was like, oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah, what they do, Bare Necessities? They did Bare Necessities. And yeah. they did the, the I Want to Be Like You, the Christopher, Christopher Walken. Walken singing the yeah. orangutan song, which was weird. It was good. Yeah. Um, it was weird. It's a little bit different <laughs> yeah. when they get to the point where obviously they're sitting around a table somewhere and going, oh, we're remaking Beauty and the Beast, which must have been the first one that was a little more slavishly devoted to the original. And just going, I guess just do all the exact same songs, you know. That must be a hard call to make because it, as soon as you do that, you're thoroughly anchored in the, the pre-existent narrative to the degree that the songs narrate what's happening in the movie. So yeah. if yeah. Little Mermaid is, you know, Aladdin did a little bit of like, oh, we're changing this aspect of Jasmine's arc. We're changing this aspect of still pretty much the same basic idea. And she got a whole new song and everything. Which is really good. Yeah, her song, her new song was good. If the Little Mermaid is going to take things in a completely different direction, several of the in songs in the movie are entirely about the concept that you're that you're unhappy with. So they'll either have to spin them or update <laughs> no, them. Or I, I'm I'm not so upset about her wanting to be a part of their world, <laughs> just the means by which she does it. You know. And well, yeah. None of her songs are about how she wants to get with Eric. No, none of them are throw me naked on a beach. <laughs> <laughs> and take away my voice. She was. She still had her seashells. To be fair, N- no, mm-hmm. uh, she didn't. Her hair was hanging in front. No, yeah, no, she had seashells. No, she had seashells when she the seagull seashells. lands, and they're like, "Do you notice anything different?" His Wait, reply is, "New yeah. seashells." Yeah. Hmm. She's got legs, you idiot. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Uh, doesn't she have like a white towel around her or something? A blanket. She finds uh, it and find wraps it yeah, around her. It with a rope, it's a sail or something. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know how. I mean, I haven't seen any of the new recreations, Cinderella, Beauty and the Beast. I was like, I, I don't know. It's like it's already been done. Okay. What do they got to do to convince you, Liam? No, make new source material. Give us something fresh. Oh, Give me yeah. something new. Man. Like that's easy. Probably someone didn't like some of our lists. So now's your chance to correct them. Leave a comment on this episode at youhatemovies.com where you can give us your list or at least revise ours and tell us where we went wrong. 